With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts you're listening to fox sports radio radio Everybody. Well, a happy, 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 happy Fox football Saturday with the fellas. Every week, tis the fellas taking you for a Fox football Saturday. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, live from the guy Go Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles. 15 minutes could save you 15% of more car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And there they were last night. The Strohs attacking you, Darvish, for four. Knocking him out in the second inning. And then Brad Peacock does the rest. Three and two-thirds scoreless innings. No hit ball. And the Strohs take a 2-1 lead. With Charlie Morton versus Alex Wood tonight. What do you say there, Big Link? Hey, <laughs> what's happening, Captain? Strohs, Captain Strohs. Boy, I tell you what, Darvish's is fastball and his splitter were nasty. They're just, ugh. He had Yes, ugh. He didn't want to throw it. He didn't want to throw the fastball. He was afraid. Bad boy was hanging over nothing. that play like it was something, man. It was like, it was like here, here, here's a piñata. Pop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really was, man. A big, fat grapefruit. 
My and gosh. And Gurriel just drilled it. They were hitting tracers off of him. Oh, yeah. Singles Zing off the wall. <laughs> you know what's funny is you, you watch you watch a catcher's placement of the mitt, and you you know you figured out how how off Darvish was. I mean, he got out. He got lucky. It could have been worse than it was. Still, it was pretty bad, but... No, that uh, that slider you can't you can't use your slider if your fastball is not hitting, and that that bad boy was just is like serving up everything and grapefruits and everything. Yeah, <laughs> and you know you can't you just can't give up a four spot in the World Series. Yeah. It's too much momentum. Like you see sure. them, like they come they're, they're coming back, and God bless the Dodgers, right? They're they're trying to mount a comeback, and they got a really good effort from their bullpen, who yields only one run the rest of the way. Right, and um. Kenta Maeda pitched well. I mean, but, you know, the problem is when you dig that kind of hole, you're scratching out hits, right? Yeah, yeah, true story. You know, it's fourth through. They get two in the top of the sixth, and then they just can't score. They can't mount anything, and you get tight. And, you know, you know it's funny what happens. You need something. Like you need two hits together. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, to, to make you relax in an inning. It really is. It's a shame. It was a tough one, man. Well, like I said, that second could have gone even worse than it did. I know four earned runs, but no, it, you're right. He, he got out. He got out of some. Got lucky a few times, uh, and just the batters missing it with the timing. But yeah, he was hanging it over there. It was like, hey, you want to hit this? Here you go. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, it's true. What were you? Uh, have you been captivated by the World Series? Um, it's funny because you know it's weird on the East Coast because it's a Houston, LA series, right? right. Like the East Coast, really, it, it, there's checked not out? a lot of che- like. Yeah, people are checked oh. out. I love it. I'm like, I'm in on it. But I mean, it feels like here on this side of the Mississippi, people are checked out on it, and it's a shame because it's really good baseball. Well, it is, and I found myself, you know, I, I think I like the way they did it because even though the Thursday night game NFL was a dud. Um, you know, not having not having to worry about or having to compete with it. Yeah, uh, I, it, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. I thought yeah. especially with it being the midweek, and then last night, you know, some of the college football games that were on were, were dead. So you tuned in and you saw it. And I mean, look, you give all the credit in the world to the Houston Astros. I mean, they they really stole it. But uh, I thought it was going to be. I thought since Darvish had been lights out all the way through, that that he was going to get back to where we saw like Kershaw did in Game One. So. I did too. I, I I felt the same thing. I was with you. I thought the Dodgers would take Game Three, and mm-hmm. then the Astros would take Game Four. Right. Um, off the momentum of Darvish, I thought. And I got to tell you, man, I, I was just these Astros are unbeaten at home, seven and zero. Yeah, they're amazing. They're an amazing team. They really. I love. I I love this team. I do. There's. I love the players on the team. I love. Mm-hmm. Look you like know, they're Altuve, having fun. They're enjoying each other. Korea, yeah. Goriel, despite yeah. the gesture, right, which was uncalled for and classless, very classless. Yeah, but yeah, and uh, but I like Springer and I like McCann and Gaddis and right. all those guys. I mean, Marwin Gonzalez. They're a fun group, and man, they're clutch. They're just they're a clutch team, and it's a fun. It's a fun. I, I, you know, listen, not not having a like I'm rooting for the Astros, but you know, whatever. Uh, I'd like to see it just go seven. Right. You know, it's one of those series. Well, it's been but exciting you, so far. I mean, yeah, it has. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. The other big story we need to tackle today takes place in Houston as well. The owner of the Texans, Bob McNair, uses an old expression uh-huh. that the players did not appreciate. 
in the story in ESPN Magazine, in one reference to the National Anthem, he talks about, quote, the inmates running the prison, which is an old expression mm-hmm. about inmates running the asylum business. Yeah, I've used the, it. Pl- the players go crazy, and the players walk out. They need to be stopped from a mass walkout. DeAndre Hopkins is one who misses practice. Deonta Foreman misses practice. Deonta Hopkins is left. So I'm yeah. out. Yeah. I was curious your thoughts on the uh, on the whole Texan situation. I think that this whole thing with the the national anthem and everything else has has gotten to a point to where um it, it, it's gotten to way more than anyone ever thought it would be for the simple fact that everybody wants to be respected for their views and their beliefs and it seems like big business is trying to squash that. Uh, and, and trying to control them. And now, so now you have even more players who are talking about standing up for their rights or or, or trying to, to defend their, their thoughts and their beliefs. And then something like this comes out and it just rubs people the wrong way. Now, I've often used the expression, you know, you can't have the inmates run the asylum. We've talked about it, especially with basketball, because basketball, even in, in the NBA, it's been more pronounced than football where – Guys like LeBron James run the Cavs. Care what you say, and he he, he runs it. <laughs> you know it is. No, you're it is. right, and, and and you and that expression has been used a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds worse prison than asylum. It sounds, true, it sounds true, better. True, true. Uh, but, but but I, I think that I think that the players have the right to be sensitive because you wouldn't expect your owner to say something like that, even in in a, in, a, in a jesting manner. You got it. You would expect somebody who owns a football team or who's a, who is a businessman who has friends that he if he supposedly cares about. The people of his uh, of his uh, company would would be more mindful and not say something like that, and especially get it in print. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh yeah. And look, everything right now can be a stick of dynamite. Certainly, like, every ill word that's uttered can be a stick of dynamite. You know, it, it's such an odd situation because like, you brought up big business trying to quash the players, like in a, in every other walk of life. Big business squashes the worker. Certainly, like the, the worker's not allowed to protest at work. Right, That's but right. the worker can't go. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to walk out for five minutes and stand on my, you know, go on my knee at twelve o'clock. You know, fine. You want to get out? Right. That's what big business says. Mm-hmm. So it's an odd situation, and it's an odd situation where people, the regular worker, the regular guy. It's funny because I still don't think the regular guy relates to the player, whom he should. Right? Like, the player is the worker. Right. But the worker doesn't relate to the player. No, yeah, because... Because the worker says, I just want football. I don't really care what else you're doing. Right. Just play on Sunday for me because my life's miserable and all I want is football. Yeah, but the common man is often more envious of the the player in this instance because you're like, you're getting all this money to play a game. Just go out there and play the game. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. You're right. You're dead right. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. There's definitely jealousy there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also the I, my life sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Give me football. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's my release. Right, 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 right. Entertain me, please. I'm the I'm the mob. I'm the masses. Right. Yeah. Entertain me, please. Uh, it, it's such a weird situation, 
And quite frankly, it's really fatiguing. And I want to get into something on the other side, which is really interesting. There is a story in the Sports Business Journal about the future of Thursday night football and the future of football, period. And I never, ever, ever would have thought this. Ever. Ever? No. And I'm going to tell you, never thought it. Never in a million years. And I want to I want to touch it with you. And it's something you've uttered in the past, so you'll be on the right side. You'll have been on the right side. I'll tell you right now, you'll have been on the right side. But first, let's introduce the rest of our squad. That's right, our producer, who has to get up early tomorrow to watch his Cleveland Browns go to London to get Yay. their ass kicked. Good morning, Michael Triple M. Good morning, gentlemen. And uh, yeah, Yay. I uh, I already know what's away. I already know what's awaiting me uh, on Sunday morning, six thirty Pacific time. Early wake up call for me. I know we're we're gonna get boat raced. And man, how does London feel about having that game? <laughs> no, no, I'm real, well, I'd, I'd say like stick it. Oh back. man, it's Kenny like, Britt doesn't like it. <laughs> uh, that's that. That's for Kenny Britt's sure. a troglodyte. We, we, yeah, Link, we were actually talking about this. I was like, I saw the quotes, and it's like I go back to uh, the offseason where I'm trying to be the optimistic Brown fan and sound like a fool, and you guys are like, yeah, Kenny Kenny Britt's, yeah. it's a fool move. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think back to that, I'm like, why is he still on the team? Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible, man. Rutgers finest. Yep. Best years are way behind him, and his best years weren't very good. In the no, first no. He, he ripped London. Yeah. Ripped the food and ripped everything else. He's a troglodyte. <laughs> London's one of the great cities of the world. You Absolutely. should be able to appreciate another culture unless you're a dipstick. Unless you have no culture. Correct. Um, and now let's go to our other friend, Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam! What's up, guys? How we doing? You ready for a day of football, Iowa Sam? Oh, yeah. I'm totally ready. I'm totally ready. Ready for some Big Chan action? Yeah, yep. Ready for that Penn State, Ohio State. That's tilt. what I'm talking about. And then uh, that's I, a big one. Yeah, Iowa has the Floyd Rosedale Trophy game with Minnesota, but nobody cares because they're both four and three, and not no, contending for the West. <laughs> you know, no, not really. No one even knows. Which nobody cares. <laughs> nobody knows what the Floyd Rosedale Trophy is. Come on, yeah, the big pig, no. the bronze pig. Come on, the bronze right. pig. Yes, right. <laughs> for all the bacon. It's for all the bacon. And it's the bacon. Right. Uh, we are the fellas together. All of us make up the fellas every week right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Hey, we are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargat. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. Crew's back in Los Angeles, and uh, we're having some fun getting ready for a big college football Saturday. Uh, yeah, some big games, man. Big games, man. I can't big wait. Game. Penn State, Ohio State. Good, good Midwest football, Big Ten football. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for that, and we'll get dive deeply into that game. But uh, I do want to start off with a story in the Sports Business Journal mm-hmm. in which executive, TV executives were, were asked about the future of football Basically, the story talked about Thursday night football going away at some point and really being whittled down, right? So, uh, in, in fact, it looked like it looks like for even next year, it could be whittled down by as much as six games or seven games. Good. 
So they're talking about cutting it significantly so uh, it wouldn't be every Thursday night. The other thing they're talking about, they believe that this is, there is football fatigue among us. Among society, there is football fatigue. Agree. And, and I never thought that possible. Agree. I, you know what? You have it, often it, said it. Like yeah. in, in my, my, my theory, especially when it comes to Thursday night football, I think that it should, even if it does happen, it's cut down six games next year or whatever. I, I think it actually should be less than that. I honestly think it should be four games throughout the year. And the four games or the four instances I'm thinking of are you kick off the season with Thursday night football with year, either right? the play of, um, uh, of a, a champion or one that was in the Super Bowl. Right. One of the teams, if not both. Okay, and then you st- and then you have Thanksgiving, and then I say you have one around Christmas time. Just during during that time, maybe between Christmas and New Year's, you have okay. a Thursday night game there. And I can't remember because I, I I had this discussion with somebody, and I was talking about the very thing, this very same thing, and it might have been one before Thanksgiving on some. I don't know, maybe some sort of downtime, or um, or it might have been uh, after Thanksgiving when college football is no longer as 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 predominant as it is now. But I do yeah. think there's a football weariness because now there are. Uh, I, last night there was a high school game on TV, which I'm uh, on the Big Four Network, and I'm like, okay, they're high school football. I know it's not unheard of; it's been done before, but you kind of get get a little tired of it thrown in your face all the time. Yeah, I don't. I know you don't, but you're. But I really you're, don't. I really, really don't. I like it. I watch it. Now, what I don't watch is I don't watch pregame shows, mm-hmm. and I don't watch argument shows, hot take shows. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it. I right. just because that's. I like actually. I enjoy the game itself. Like I right. know that's not you know cachet that people have to watch. They want the drama. They want Cam Newton, the pouty little girl that he is, running out of the press conference. Oh, next question. Let me get my romper. (laughs) Next question. And big plays, big chunk plays, kind of get to that energy, I think, that you're talking about. Does this offense, and I know you had, had several at Detroit and New England, you think you guys have the wherewithal to do that consistently week in and week out? Next question. You uh, probably get. Let me listen to that. He, next question, then he leaves. <laughs> oh, the little baby. Little baby, little baby Cam. I got to tell you, I despise him. I, I, when I tell you I despise that dude because he's the epitome of a front runner. Wow. He he is the epitome of a front runner. Did you see him again with the fumble? Again, there was a fumble and he didn't go for it. Oh, in, in the Chicago game? Yes. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it resulted in a 75-yard touchdown the other way. <laughs> he is the worst it's a shame. All that talent, and he's got the worst personality on the face of the planet. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing what a, a fickle front runner he is. Well, and that's 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 what's going to add to the the sort of tiredness that people are, are having because you know, once upon a time, it wasn't mandatory for coaches and quarterbacks to have press conferences. Now it is. 
and they put that stuff out there. And 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 so you do have players. I've come across players who who are, who are big babies, who cannot handle a mic in their face because they cannot handle any type of, uh, you know, uh, they, they they can't answer for their 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 thoughts or more importantly their actions out there. They just can't handle it. They don't well, know how to they don't deal. Know how to like, do it. I know you're dealing with the big bad Charlotte media. <laughs> I mean. You can't handle that. Yeah. I mean, I love to see. I worked in New York. I love to see him in New York. Oh no! no get no. skewered. He wouldn't yeah, last he five minutes in New York. Right, 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 right. Wouldn't last five minutes. And like, here's the thing that really bugs me is that oh, when things are going well, he there's not a camera he don't find. Not a camera. You remember leading up to the Super Bowl? Oh yeah. Oh my God! Talk about fatigue. Cam fatigue. It's all he was about was cam, 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 cam. And then here's the fumble, and he stares at it because he doesn't want to get. He does. It shows you. It shows you what he's got right there. I'm sorry. When he stared at the fumble, shows you what he's got. See, I, and I hate to do this because it now dates me, but my all-time favorite athlete's always been Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because Michael Jordan is a lion. He's a lion. He was, that's what he did. He wanted to win. He was a lion. He's not, the, like, he's not like the, the Michael Ty, the, the, the Mike Tyson line. I'm like, they're going, I eat your children. And you eat your no, kids. No, 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 he's not yeah. that line. He's, he's, no, no, that was pretty good. That that just, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's actually a real lion. He's All a, right, there you go. He, he's a lion. He's the king of the jungle. He's the <laughs> lion. He is, there's no, there's no passive aggressiveness. There's just over competitiveness. There's over, I want to win. And that's that. Unafraid at, at the media. Unafraid at a difficult question. And and didn't didn't lose his cool at anything. Mike was Mike, man. Mike. That's why Mike was the greatest mm-hmm. athlete of our generation. Like. I agree. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at Cam, and he's the opposite. Mm-hmm. He's the complete opposite. That's why fans are getting tired, getting tired of fatigue. I mean, or having fatigue over. Yeah, it, you're, right. And, you're and right. And then of course it's also it's also bad ball. I mean, look, you've got a lot of competition on the 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 the, the NFL level. There are a lot of there are a lot no, of good right. teams, but there's no, they're, they stink. Yeah, no, there, there are some the teams that stink. Yeah, you know, when you watch the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears, that was bad football. How do, how do you how do you win a game? You only and I think Mitch Trubisky, the only the offense only had two first downs. No, no, it's bad football. No, you're you're you're, you're right. No, no, it's, it actually stinks. It, it's it, it's rotten football. No, mm-hmm. the NFL. The NFL sucks compared to college. It really, it just does. For as far as the level of football, so here you go. I'll, I'll get. I'll go through the week, and you tell me good game or, or bad game. All right. Pro level or college? No, pro NFL. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So you got Tampa Buffalo. That was a good game. That yeah, was a good game. Thirty twenty-seven, mm-hmm. and Buffalo pulls it out. It was a good game. Carolina Chicago was dog meat. Boo. Tennessee, Cleveland, trash. Ooh. New Orleans, Green Bay. That was a good game. Yeah, I mean, well, Jackson. look, you're not no Aaron Rodgers. You're going to have to figure out what the future is. Correct. I mean, what, you know, so no, I, I, that's I, not fair though, because you're right. Without Aaron Rodgers, so let's call that a good game. Jacksonville, Indiana, trash. Mm-hmm. Rams, Arizona, mm-hmm. trash. Jets, Miami. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I guess that was entertaining, right? Really? No. I, but, uh, the pieces, the pieces I saw, I was It was close. I mean, yeah. I didn't watch the. It game was close, but no, I, the pieces I saw was not. It wasn't entertaining. I guess it, from, especially after you saw what the Dolphins did the other night, then it's disastrous. Baltimore, Minnesota, trash. Mm-hmm. Dallas, San Francisco, trash. Mm-hmm. Seattle Giants, trash. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, Pittsburgh is a good game. Chargers, Denver, trash. Chargers and the rematch of the Super Bowl was not was. Thoroughly disappointing. Oh, very disappointing. All the hype that went into it, and then the, the Falcons couldn't even show up? Yeah. No, it's bad. <laughs> they made New England look like, like well, this, if this is a rematch of the Super Bowl, you're what? not getting out to a lead or anything like that. <laughs> I, I, and I, I don't want to digress too much because but, cause I want to get into this, dive deeper into this topic before we turn our attention to college. But my God, I mean, what is wrong with the Falcons? I mean, Sark is having that that kind of trouble. No, I don't Steve know. Steve is a good offensive coordinator. It is, but it, here's the thing: we've often seen at times where the chemistry between you know offensive coordinator or coach and its quarterback, and they had magic. You know, when they had Shanahan there, they had magic, but it's not the same. And of course, it also goes in line with history, as we've we've seen. The Super Bowl runner-up does not fare well the following year, for whatever reason. They just don't. True, you're right. You know what? I, I uh, to me, watching that game, I don't think that they put the pressure on enough New England on New England enough. Like they need to go down the field. They need to. He needs to throw it more. Well, I don't know. I, I only watch bits and bits and pieces of the game because I got tired of the hype. I knew it wasn't going to be as much as they built it up to be. And more importantly, we've often seen Belichick take good offenses out of their, uh, you know, their their comfort zone, and he did exactly the same thing with the poorest defense. He did that. That he did that very same thing on that game again. He did. He did. But he still. I, I still think that I didn't like the game plan. I didn't like Sark's game plan. You got, you got to attack that team. Right. You got to go down the field. You got to attack. Yeah, I, I just didn't like it. I, you know, there are plays to be made, and then they right. just. And, and you got to go to you even use tempo. Yeah. Anyway, I, we digress. I want to get back into this because it all is in the same the, like cauldron. You have cam poutiness. You have players and owners fighting, bickering, and meanwhile, you have people just going, eh, "NFL, I'm out." <laughs> you know, I'm not never out on. The one, the only, Figgy. Figgy! Calling Figgy! Come here, fellas. What's going on? Now, uh, Fig. Yes. How was your week, buddy? Week was busy. Week was busy, but but fun. A lot of fun. Did a lot of things going honeys? on. What's that? Did you fit in some honeys? Uh, not this week, unfortunately. Couldn't couldn't uh, do it. Maybe this, maybe this weekend, though. That's right. Not all work. You know what I mean? Not all work. I know. I know. Yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll get some other work in coming in this weekend, hopefully. All right, So we'll man. see. Uh, but the Houston Rockets, the Houston Rockets. Well, yeah, they put in some like, work. Well, my little brother, so I, you know, I feel like I can talk to you about that. Oh, I appreciate like that. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime, right, brother. Right, you good. know that. Good, I was going to talk good. I was gonna talk about the Houston Astros, but I mentioned the Rockets. They won two, by the way, 109 <laughs> to, to 93 over the Hornets. We'll get to the NBA in a second. But I got to leave with the World Series with the Astros beating the Dodgers 5-3. to three. 
to take a two games to one lead in the World Series. Yuli Gurriel with a little bit of controversy surrounding uh, surrounding him, but he also he did hit a home run, had two hits on the night. Brian McCann, the nine-hole hitter with three hits and an RBI as well for Houston. Hugh Darvish caught in the struggle, couldn't make it out of the second inning, gave up six hits and four earned runs, the shortest outing of his career to this point. College football on Friday night. Boston College destroyed Florida State 35-3. to Florida State turned the ball over three times. They are now 2-5 and five on the season. Only one ranked team in action. That was 25th ranked Memphis. They got a 56-26 to victory over Tulane. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. More NBA action on Friday night. The Warriors and Wizards were caught up in a good one, a three-point finish for the Warriors with a 120-117 to victory game. over the Wizards. Game. It was a great game. Uh, Draymond Green and Bradley Beal got into a little bit of a scuffle toward the end of the second quarter. I don't know if I can call it a fight or not, but a little bit of a dust-up. Uh, Kevin Durant with 31 points, 11 rebounds there to lead the world champs in scoring. John Wall, 20 points, 14 dimes in the loss. The Raptors with a 1-1-92 victory in L.A. over the Lakers. DeMar DeRozan with 24 points, 17 in the second half as he was playing back at home in L.A. And the T-Wolves with a 119-116 victory over the, th- the Thunder. Another great game. 33 lead changes in that game. Uh, Minnesota had all five starters scoring double figures, including Carl Anthony Towns, who had 33 points, 19 rebounds, and four <laughs> blocked shots, fellas. I love watching that OKC team, too. Oh, yeah, they're fun. We would Paul George, that's pretty good stuff. Thank you, Figgy. You're the greatest, man. We love you, buddy. You got it, brother. So, uh, Lincoln, that's Figgy. He's the greatest. We come to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. We're blessed to have uh, some of uh, the great crew. The Triple oh, yeah. M and I with Sam yeah. and the Fig. There's some great, some great dudes right there. So, uh, Lincoln, let me get back to you because th- this whole thing is is all in one big pot, right? It's National Anthem. It's owners and fighters bickering. It's Ezekiel Elliott. It's Cam Newton acting petulant. It's, it's Kenny Britt. It's London Games. Like, I could just throw all of these... Just one word or two words, it's out there, and together they make up a, a an ugly soup, a soup in which people go, eh, that's horrible, see you later, and that's what's happening. Oh man! Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, the the thing is, is you get you get tired of it because, as you said, the common person just wants to enjoy their sports. They don't want to see or hear about all the bickering. Um, who's standing? Who's kneeling? What owner said about this? Who? What controversy has about that? They want to. They want to enjoy the feel-good stories. They want to enjoy the the JJ Watt, you know, raising money for the hurricane relief. And, yeah, the Carson Wentz befriending the, the kid with yes, that poor cancer. little kid that yeah, passed from cancer. Yeah. yeah, all those stories is what they would they would like to see, and this is what you're inundated with. You're inundated with. You know, and it's across the board. You, you've got uh, in every sport now. It, I'm reading the newspaper, and there's more about, you know, there's racial slur in baseball. There's a fight in basketball. I mean, all these things are coming out that are happening, all on top of what's going on in the world of football. Players walking out at the comments their owner said. It's it's it gets it gets over. It. You get tired of it. You get tired of seeing I, I, it. So my little guy had a soccer game last night. Uh huh. Right. So I was at the soccer game, you know, you're talking to all the parents and stuff. 
And they're all people like around our age, your thirties or forties, kids, and the couple of dads, they just go and they know what I do, and they're going, "And I'm out on football. I'm out on football." Wow. Like, like I've never heard the "I'm out on football," and mind you. This is, you know, again, this is these are guys that are Eagles fans who are Certainly. doing well. Right. So, like, they might be in on the other. They're out. They go, I'm out on the league. The league stinks. You guys used to watch every game. Now I just watch the Eagles games. That's it. <laughs> and, but, but, they, they, but the, 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 I was never like that. It was always a football first. Right. You know, Eagles said, like, you know, you were, you were in on the league. Like, you right. watch football. And it's unbelievable. It just turns off everyone. I, I think you could probably find, you know, once upon a time it was the the rivals where you find a, a, the true disdain, you know, for. But but these days it seems like there's there's almost one on every team that someone doesn't like, or a, a majority of people don't like. Whether it's Ezekiel Elliott, whether it's Cam Newton, I mean, and then you know you look down, it's all of a sudden you're looking down at a team where you're like, eh, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm, I'm out, I don't, I don't want to, I won't, I don't want to be a part of it. Everybody's on eggshells about the whole national anthem thing. Is it anti-American for you to kneel, or, or uh, you know, you've got college who's? I read a story last night, uh, actually this morning, where I think there was a college who threatened not to play anybody if they didn't stand for the national anthem. They would not play another team collectively no. as a cal- uh, as a college. It's a smaller school, but collectively, they said if you're you're disrespecting the anthem, we're not playing. No, you know, yeah, the, the flag becomes a symbol of the country, and certainly. you know, it's it's how you look at it. You look at it like it's what provides the freedom to kneel, or is it just a show of of being disrespectful? Well, I to, think the misconception the about all this is that it what, it hasn't been talked about enough, and maybe it has. I, I I don't know. I'm not listening to everything everyone says, but it seems that the, to me that there are more people who think that. Kneeling or taking a knee or sitting down during the national anthem is disrespecting the flag, and and not you know and, and not it, because it's their their religious. I mean they're they're not religious. Their fear freedom to do so, uh, they, they look at it disrespecting. You know what it is too, and, and the other problem you have is social media, mm-hmm. because you have like these strong strong opinions on either side. True. It's like everything else, right? The truth always lies in the middle, in the gray. Not in the black or the white. It, it resides in the gray. That's where truth is. Right. Right? That's Because that's always the melding of each each point. Right. And or, or each, it's the, it's the melding of the, each viewpoint. And, you know, you have social media. and I, Sometimes I think, I mean, my Lord, that Facebook... Because all I hear people reference Facebook and news, and that's where that is the death of of news because it's not news. That is that's what real fake news is. Not all well, with all due respect, the New York Times and CNN; those are real news outlets. Facebook is where the fake news goes, and these points get shared and and it incites people. And, you know, social media is a great divider. It doesn't bring people together. It divides them. I'm not on Snapface and all that. 
Yeah, you're right, because only Belichick knows. See, that's (laughs) Belichick. See, we should all be follow Belichick's rule. Oh, my goodness. The hoodie with no sleeves? Yes. Yeah, okay. Belichick (laughs) knows, man. Belichick knows. (laughs) No, but it's true. It is a divider. Social media is a divider. Because all it is is a haven for dramatic viewpoints, for dramatic views, for gossip. It's it's just a it's a cesspool. It truly is. Well, I mean, look, I I, I believe everyone has a right to voice their opinion. The problem I've seen, like on Facebook, when it comes to matters like this. Is that one person will voice his opinion, and then if anybody stands against that opinion, they want to. Well, I'm just going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to unfriend you. You're not going to be on my my page anymore. Well, well, that's the point. Like, that's that, exactly that's right. It is. <laughs> you should have your. It's opinions. a divider. Yeah, <laughs> it's a divider. And by the way, you know, listen, it's fine to, to express your opinion, right? You know, but again, when you're in people's faces and blasting in people's faces, and they share a different opinion. No matter what it is, I'm taking my I ball like, and going home. <laughs> I like tacos, and I hate tacos, I and, I, tacos. and I, and I hate you because you like tacos, and I no, hate tacos. I mean, that's what it boils down to. <laughs> that's what it boils down to. No, there's no real. There's, I mean, when, when I think about it, it's the worst. It's absolutely the worst. It's so bad for society, for a rational society. People shouldn't know people's inner thoughts because sometimes those inner thoughts you don't want to hear them they're pretty ugly and i don't really need to know what people are doing behind their closed doors that's ugly too (laughs) right we're better off not knowing as much about people we're the fellas we we go off on a tangent here but it's all we both both like tacos we we both love tacos (laughs) Do you ever have a little wild boar taco? Wow, dude. You eat game? No, I love game, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, fine, sweet. There is a, there is a, uh, the South Philly tap room. I'll take you there. Okay. That's a great spot. And, uh, oh, man, they have these wild boar tacos. You'll go nuts, big like. Look at you. Yeah, you'll go, you'll go nuts. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I never saw it coming. I, I, I never saw football fatigue coming. Oh, yeah. I never saw it, Lincoln. I, and I mean, I guess I, I, I totally understand it because I'm tired of hearing the news, too, and I'm tired of petulant players and 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 these owners that think they're gods. Well, I mean, look, I think it's a little bit more than that. I think I think now you've broke sort of the routine that was the for the for the avid football fan. I mean, once once upon a time, you used to look forward to Sundays and Mondays, right? I mean, it was either your team was playing on Sunday or Monday. Yeah, you're saying um, it's not special. It's exactly now you've got Thursday nights where you have to pay attention to because your team could very well be playing on Thursday nights. They could be playing on Sunday or Sunday nights or Monday night, or they could have the week off. Or they could be playing early in London to where, you know, like Mike's got to get up at 6 a.m. Who watches football at 6 a.m.? <laughs> it's not even a good product that you want to turn on. It's not something that you're looking at too disastrous team. You're not necessarily looking forward to it, even though it's your team. I mean, it's thrown off your whole routine. 
I don't know. I, I, I hear you. You're right. You're right. Obviously, you're proven correct. I don't know. I love it. I mean, I just like I'll watch. I'll get up early and watch the Browns get well, raced. As my here, here's, said. Here, here's the thing. I remember. Well, actually, I don't remember where we were, but the problem was the London game wasn't even on TV where we were. We were. I was with the Raiders somewhere, and it wasn't on national TV. I think it was the time when we Twitter were in DC. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, wait a minute, you you can't you you can't find an NFL football game that's being played over international. You can't find it wasn't on every TV. It wasn't a national game. Why is that? If this is a big product, why why do I have to search around? Why do I have to go for tw- why do I have to look on my tablet or, or, or on Twitter or Yahoo to find no, a game? It's supposed you. to be on TV. No, you're it's too right. hard. Listen, I feel you. I do. I you know I don't mean to uh, to make it light, and and I and I get you. I, I guess I just look at it and I, I, it saddens me that this great game, this incredible sport, which truly is, it's America. It's the pastime. As much as baseball used to be, it passed the mantle of football. And and I, I just see it, and, and I just see it kind of, you know, decaying and, and passing and, the torch to basketball. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I can't believe it. You. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. And I love hoops. Um, and the NBA does things the right way. Um, but, my God, I mean, it's football. It's, you know, Joe Montana and, and and John Elway and Lawrence Taylor and Jerry Rice and, I, you know, all these guys that, you know, I, like, I think back, I hate to do this because it's, it's not right. It's not right to always look back. But the game, well, the, why the, was the game better? I don't know. Why, well, here, why was here's the game what you, better? Here's what you have to do, though. I mean, when you talk about looking back, you have to reference, and you reference the, the greats of the, of the game, especially during our generation. Now you have to refer to some of them on the current generation, right now, in the game now. Who is it? Who's that standout player? Well, they're all hurt. <laughs> or Rodgers, <old>. Beckham, Watt. <laughs> yeah. They're all hurt. There you have it. I don't I mean, know. Who are you I, I, for? Yeah, no, I listen, I mean you, you know what it is too? It's the proliferation of a flag of pass interference. Stop with pass. like you can't tell what is what. Games yeah. change like that. Yeah. The the drop of a dime. There's so much bad football. Yep. I agree. It's just it, it's just not good. There's no character to it. There's no bigger than life figures. Like who's a bigger than life figure? Mm, I mean, hard, of, hard pressed to say who it is. I mean, I mean part of it guys- should be the lore. Like, the, oh my God, so and so's coming, and that goes back to social media because we got to hear from Cam. And instead of Cam being Superman, he he all he is is a super mutt, <laughs> a super crybaby. That's all he is. And I don't want, I want to rather be Superman. We're the fellas. We get you set for a big college day next. Well, it is a Fox football Saturday. And uh, I have no football fatigue today, Not especially not with college. I love college football. And college football, I think, is the benefit 
it's really the beneficiary of all the NFL's problems. I think the NBA and college football. Like, I've been enjoying every Saturday. And today's going to be a huge one. Because at 3.30 Eastern, right there in the shoe, it's going to be Ohio State versus Penn State. And basically, this is a playoff game. Winner will likely move on and have a front-running spot in one of the playoffs. You lose, and you're basically probably out of the playoffs. And so Penn State, after its huge, so I know uh, Figgy likes to say molly whopping, after its huge molly whopping of Michigan last week, now has to slay the Buckeyes. Six and one on the season, quietly inching back up the poles. And so it's two versus six today at the shoe link. Woohoo! It's a good game, man. Woohoo! <laughs> it's going to be a good game, man. Saquon, I love it. He might be my favorite player in the country right now. Saquon Barkley. What do you think of him? Well, I mean, look, the, the the way that Penn State is showcasing him, doing everything. I mean, look, go back to last week's game against Michigan. I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the uh, touchdown Adidas room over at Pac-12, and we're watching the first play from scrimmage, and they have Saquon and and, and a Wildcat. Now you know damn well he ain't gonna throw the ball to the quarterback. So why is it so hard for people to see that he's gonna run it and he takes off? It's a big play. Uh, but it's instances like that where you know he's he's the front runner for the Heisman, deservingly so. He's exciting to watch, and Penn State does so much with him uh, to showcase him. They they deserve to be in this position. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting game, man. And you know it's funny because. I don't know if I'd necessarily buy Ohio State. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I look at that team, and I certainly respect the coach. But look who they played. They beat Indiana Earl first game of the season, forty nine twenty nine. You remember the loss to the Sooners, yep. the revenge game, thirty one sixteen. They beat the. Uh, they beat Army, thirty eight seven. They beat. UNLV fifty four to twenty one, they beat Rutgers fifty eight to fifty six to nothing. That slop team. They beat Maryland sixty two fourteen. They beat Nebraska fifty six fourteen. So they did it with style in those last really four weeks against four donkeys. Yeah, but this is what it's going to come down down to for me we watch and in the past we've seen ohio state's defense really pick up a lot of slack and be pretty good but in 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 recent games in recent weeks of watching them i've noticed that their secondaries had trouble with taller receivers bigger receivers uh and and uh ohio state secondary and penn state their their receiving core including tight end are all big lanky people so even aside from saquon you've got the ability to pass the ball downfield it can be a hard day for ohio state to keep up with Penn State, I mean, and and but there's something about the spread that that has me wondering what do these odds makers know? Because I would think it would be a little bit more than that with some of these definitive odds, you know, and things that I was talking about. What is it? Last one was five points, five and a half, or something like that. 
That's yeah, uh, six, six and a half. Six, it's six and a half. It's one up. So okay. Actually, so I saw. I actually I saw seven at the beginning of the week. And it's going down. It's going down. Yeah. Yeah, I saw seven at the beginning of the week, and it's going down. So should be a good game. Looking forward to it. You know. Yeah, you know, it should definitely be a good game. I are we just playing for second place though? What do you mean? Well, Alabama's looked invincible. Yeah, but you're hoping to have somebody who can challenge Alabama. No, uh, yeah, obviously. I, but are we playing? But my question is, can anyone challenge Alabama? Well, they, initially your hope was is going to be someone out of the ACC, probably like it was Clemson last year, who who, who took it from them. Um, but now it looks like it's probably going to have to come out of the Big Ten. So you want to see the best of the Big Ten to possibly challenge them. Yeah, it, it's it's a great day. The world's largest cocktail party, of course. That's also at three thirty. Georgia and Florida, and Florida's uh, own Georgia over the last four years, four or five years, I think it is. Um, Florida's own Georgia, and seeing if Georgia can turn things around. What do you, what do you think? What do you think of that situation? Georgia? I think Georgia handles it. Florida has trouble on offense. I think Georgia handles it. Then uh, you look around and okay, St- Okie State versus West Virginia. That's a really good game. It's early. TCU Iowa State. That's early, and of course another three thirty. I wish these games were at night because at three thirty Eastern is another one. The Irish against North Carolina State. The Irish rolling. Yeah. I mean, last week just annihilate. It's an annihilation. Took SC apart, threw him in the back. Of the that stadium. was my lock, wasn't yeah. that my lock? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Triple M. That is correct. I remember that distinctly. Sure, sure. We did good. We did. I think we did well on our locks. Triple M. Yes, we all we were all over five hundred, picking sixteen games. Uh, uh, if you guys want me to go over the records, uh, Ant Link and Sam nine and seven. I was ten and six. I actually, nice. I, I actually had a pretty good week. I'm usually terrible at picking these things, but I was actually we all did pretty Very well. Very cool. But I remember being the lock because I, I loved Notre Dame last week. Love the Irish. Oh, that was that was one of the ones. Southern, that, Southern it, Cal. Yeah, watching that game that that was one like I was like in the first like five minutes because I, I took USC in that game. I was like, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, that was a tough one for you. Yeah, but it was that. But but Notre Dame and North Carolina State, that's a great game. Really, really good game. And then you got a couple of. Uh, I mean, you got tonight on Fox, Oklahoma, Texas Tech. Oh, that could be good. Don't sleep. That quarterback's legit. In Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. No, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. And I'm interested to see. You know, you know, one of the games you mentioned. I'm interested to see how uh, Oklahoma State handles in Morgantown, West Virginia. I, I think I was a little disappointed in the way they played against Texas last week, Oklahoma State, and they were you know fortunate enough to come away with a win. Um, but um, you know Morgantown is never an easy place to play. I think West Virginia can give them something, give them something, that, especially when you talk about that point spread. I think West Virginia can give them a little trouble. A little trouble, a little trouble, trouble. Look at the numbers for Nick Shimanek and Baker Mayfield. Shimanek, 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 Shimanek. The Shimanek is thrown for 2,341 yards. Mayfield, 2,347 yards. Only six yards separate the two. 
And that's Baker Mayfield, Heisman hopeful. Shimanek, 18 touchdowns, five interceptions. Mayfield, 19 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Is that good? (laughs) But it's a great day, college football. So let me ask you, is the reason why – I'm trying to figure because college football has this effect with my friends. So, like, all my buddies, we have a text chain, and every time college football comes up on Saturdays, it's just like people are loving it. Guys, oh, this is the best. This is the greatest. And invariably, it's the opposite on Sunday. Look at this slop. <laughs> this slop. Terrible. And that's not counting the Eagles because the Eagles are having a really good year. But the rest of the leagues, that slop. That slop. That's all I hear. And so when it comes to college, is it because college, the, the, it's always going to be about the jersey? It's never going to be about the player. Like you'll love the a player here and a player there, and follow his career to the NFL. But ultimately, when you follow a college team, you're following the jersey and the helmet. Yes, without a doubt. Without so what does a that doubt. say? Every, well, every say... now and then, every now and then, there's an individual that stands out that you enjoy watching. For example, we talked about Penn State. We mentioned Saquon Barkley in the conversation of Penn State. But more times than not, like when we were talking about Ohio State, we didn't mention anybody in particular. It's the Buckeyes versus the Nittany Lions. It's the it's it's the bigger brand. It's the it's the it's the the jersey, the the school. I mean, your disdain for Penn State it doesn't have anything to do with anyone any particular player. You're a Temple Owl. You don't want to cheer for Penn State because they used they used to beat up, beat you up, as you would say. That's that's the alma mater. That's the 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 pride, the civic pride of you know for, for for whatever your affiliation with the university. Yes, that civic runs pride. synonymous. Yes, that yes. runs that runs throughout your veins. So when you so when you turn on the TV and you see Notre Dame and SC, you're not seeing particular jerseys. You're just seeing the rivalry that goes back generation and generation. You remember, remember. Yeah, and, and you think of the players that you loved. Exactly. You know. Because you do. You do fall in love with players. It's not like you don't like players. You fall in love with players, but mm-hmm. it's different. It's different because it's still about the jersey. It's just about right. the lore of the program. And and we're missing something that is always attractive to human beings. Right. And that's lore and legend. Yeah. We don't we don't focus enough on the lore and the legend. Well, it's hard to do it in a pro game. It's harder to do it in a pro game because you, 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 for whatever reason, it's it's often lost. You don't have you don't have the 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 quick curbs. I mean, the quick sayings like a, you know the the biggest uh, what is it the, the, the what is the Florida uh, Georgia one was it called the the world's largest cocktail party. yeah the, the, yeah things like that. You don't have those for pro. Games. I agree. No, I and I think you need you need that. Yeah. I think you're dead right. I think you need that. I think you need, you know, to be more creative, <laughs> right? Like, you know, little things like catchphrases from broadcasters. Yeah. You are looking live at a sold-out RFK stadium. Like, those words by Brent Musburger years ago were like, that, that, that set this, oh, my God, I got to watch this. Right. 
Do we talk about teases and the ultimate tease? That's a great tease. You are looking live on a sold-out RFK team where that man, Joe Theismann, is looking to throw to his Smurfs. Like, you go, ah, oh, cool, man. I'm in oh, on yeah. this. Oh, yeah. No doubt. And that's and that's what's missing. At least part, partly so. You got you got a better catchphrases than the what the the, the body bag game because my buddy and I we were watching the Eagles and uh, Redskins game the other day and he was like all these players falling by why wait by the wayside this is this is a it's almost look like the body bag game they're carting people off left and right I'm like wow <laughs> it was a body bag game I I see the same thing the body bag game got referenced yeah did that's it that's all that's great work yeah but like just micro as well uh huh that's yeah. a great that's a great call man. I love it. All right, we'll come back, and uh, let's look at the reasoning behind college, why, why college football is is so, like, to me, it's invigorating. And Saturdays are just heightened, while Sundays, eh, where the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, eh, Fox Sports Radio. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 50% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. He's Anthony Gargano. And we are bringing you a action-packed sports Saturday. Lots of fun stuff going on. It's a great time of year when all the sports sort of intermingle and combine. Or rather on a serious topic right now. The plight of professional football and, and, and then, of course, the... I guess is it even grander, uh, bigger stand for college? Because is that, is that how we explain it? Express well, it. I, I'll ask. Let, let's, let's get everybody on the board. So okay, you know, let's, uh, Triple M, uh, Iowa Sam, Fig. Let's examine this for a second, and, and with v- different viewpoints. And I don't know. Do, do you guys? All I know is that college football feels fun, and NFL football does not. So Triple M, I'll start with you. What do, what do you think? Are you a are you a college football man? I, I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you guy because you guys because here's the thing with the pro game, you just see that there's a lot of just things that go on during the game, whether it's some of the rules or it's just like it, it's weird and maybe it has something to do with these college guys they're playing for pride they're playing for the name on their jersey like you guys point out whereas it's all about the individual in the nfl like guys like cam who's front running and he's all and he's all about himself and it's all about the individuals we focus on the individuals in football and fantasy football and that sort of thing but but like you 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 get to know these these players in college football, like Saquon Barkley, we've known about him for years, but now all of a sudden he's burst onto the scene. Baker Mayfield, same thing. Deshaun Watson, we got to know him over the years. And I and what I love about college football is these guys have to stay for three years, and they get to build up their reputation, and they get to build yeah. up who they are. And they're unsullied in a lot of ways. R- right, exactly. And, th- and that's the thing about college football. It's like, I mean, in some cases, a lot of it becomes about the coaches. Like, you get the big names like Nick Saban yeah. and maybe like uh, a Jim Harbaugh or an Urban Meyer. But yep. a lot of it, like, a lot of what's done on the field, it, it feels great. And you get like these great, uh, like, these Heisman level performances and you fall in love with these guys 
in the in the weeks throughout the season. So I'm with you guys. I think college football is a better product, and it's it's easier to connect with it because like you you kind of just see these guys grow up. It just feels fun too. Like there's a there's an atmosphere of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. With the fan with the fan base is like you see you sense the excitement yeah, in the team. Like, yeah. like I I'm not saying that NFL fan bases are different in, in how they get after it. But well, they like, are. They're, they're, there's a different beast or a right. different animal. Yeah, and, and that's that's a completely different animal. But when you I've I've seen it on TV and, and I've always wanted to go to the shoe. Because I have family who lives out in Columbus. Oh, it's awesome! The shoe's oh man, awesome. That, oh yeah. man, that that's that stadium. I've been around that campus. Yeah. I just can't imagine what it would be like uh, for an Ohio State. Yeah, game. it's cool. It's it's very cool. I was Sam. What's your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think that college football is appealing because the of the students in the stands, like the youth, the youth of the players, the youth and excitement uh, of the students in the. In the student section, you're like, that's attractive, and it brings people in. Like, uh, even like older people, they're like, okay, well, you know, there's just so much excitement surrounding this game um, that it's it's uh, endearing, and it, it brings people in. Um, geez, I think that regionally, uh, football fans are just take like Purdue or West Virginia, like in those small to mid-sized cities that team is very important and like there's less bitterness and like cynicism directed at uh those teams as opposed to like a big city where you have pro franchises where like there's just always this like maybe negativity like around the jets or around the chargers or something like you that's know, a good it, point yeah and like that's the, a really good the, point the business you're not yeah. as cynical yeah you're you're more you're first of all the your the university means so much to that town yeah it's with, employer, with its identity, with its identity, it's a huge yeah. identity thing, and then and then the pro football is is great, but it's a business, and you 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 don't you have turnover on the roster, but you also have a lot of turnover in coaching, and I think a lot of people overlook this that you know if you had coaches like Bill Cower that would stay or would be there longer, given mm-hmm. more chances to win a Super Bowl, you would have like I think you'd have more of a following for that. Like fan base from like a national. That's why, like, that's why. No matter what, you know, I look at like a Mike Tomlin. Like, I, I love, I love Mike. I'm a Mike Tomlin fan. And when Martavis Bryant acts like a child, like seriously, dude, you're gonna act out now? Well, just wait till the off season and then try to get traded. But it's not. So, it's not just Bryant. It's it's Antonio Brown. It's all the other issues. Yeah. It's Le'Veon Bell. All the other issues that's gone on with a good Pittsburgh Steelers team. You know, all all these seems like these selfish gripes. I understand you want to get paid. I understand you want to make a name for yourself. There's ways to do it. You don't you you don't lash out in, in social media. You don't vent like that. You you either take it into it internally, or 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 you find a way to you know call your agent, call your people. Hey man, get me out of this situation before the trade deadline. But you, you see it all too often with the the spoiled athlete that is on a good team, that somebody who's probably playing on a team that hasn't had a win yet or doesn't have many wins would love to be a part of because it's an opportunity they're going to go somewhere and you're crying because you're not touching the ball. Well, here's the problem for the players, and it's a big deal. And this is why they're not going to be able to win over public, curry favor with the public and win in this public fight. Because ultimately... The the public sees Cam Newton and Martavis Bryant and every other guy that cries and whines 
and is just obnoxious. And it's a shame because there's a lot of great guys in this league, and they get overshadowed by just a, by a minority of guys who are just, you know, petulant and selfish children, obnoxious. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, you know, the fact that Cam Newton would walk out of a news conference in Charlotte is laughable. And it's just pathetic. He's a pathetic dude. <laughs> he is. He's pathetic. You know, and it, it, and you're, you're right. It's not just Martavis Bryant Pittsburgh. It was Antonio Brown. Completely out of line. Completely out of line. Throwing a Gatorade bottle because, you know, his team won, but he didn't get a touch. He didn't touch the ball. I mean, that's just outright. Like, if you're in that locker room, what are you saying to him? Are you going, yo, dude, we won the game. Why is the bleep up? Yeah. That's exactly what you're saying. Like, you would do it, too. Absolutely. You would do Lincoln Kennedy does that. Lincoln Kennedy says that to Antonio Brown. I'm like, just hey. chill out, man. You'll get your ball. You'll, you'll, you'll get your yeah. catches. You know you know he's going to come back to you, but we won the game. Let's let's have some fun with that, man. We're in now, first place. Now, if he, now, let me ask you a question, because you're, you would be you, – you, I think you would take a, uh, a very even-keeled approach to it. What, 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 when would it piss you off and you and you get in a guy's face? When he, if if he continued the tirade like in the locker room after the game around the media, I, I would definitely get in his face. I would pull him over to the side after that. Like, you need to re- relax, man. Game's over. We don't need this because it becomes an unwarranted distraction now. Right. Because now the press is going to go to come to people like me and be like, well, how do you feel about Antonio Brown upset that he didn't get a catch? Right, right. You see what I'm saying? And that yeah, that yeah. that further instigates the matter. It's like, dude, okay, we saw the tirade. We understand you're frustrated. Now you have to let it go. Yeah. Because yeah, if yeah, it carries yeah. on and now I'm being asked about a question about you, I'm pissed off. Look, I had a good game. I dominated my man. Why are you asking me about Antonio Brown? Right. Yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. So Leave that's that's the thing. That's the thing when it when it boils over. But you see it all too often out of these guys. And then that's why they're not going to win that battle. That's why people are going to hate them. People go. You wonder why people are jealous. It's not just they're jealous because of, because they get it rubbed in their face constantly. I mean, if you if you're you know you have a number of players that are in the locker room who are sitting there looking at Antonio Brown like, man, you're upset. I just saw you on a Pepsi commercial dancing. The hell exactly. are you upset about? Exactly. <laughs> you didn't get a catch. So what the hell That's are you upset right. about? Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. Uh, I want to get Fig. Fig. Yo. Let's do this. Let, let's. How about this? Do your trending, and then stay with me because I, I want to get your opinion here about what you prefer. Okay. Not a problem. Not a problem. Since we're talking college football, I'll start with that. And uh, one of the more disappointing teams uh, so far this season has been Florida State. Now yeah, two and five. Yeah, quarterback, and they just can't recover. Yeah, have not that been able to That kid's not ready to play. No, Blackman's been off all season long. Had some decent moments here or there, but particularly on Friday night, looked terrible. Had a yeah, three turnovers. Young, you know. Yeah, he is. Yeah, true freshman. I mean, he looks. I mean, look how skinny he is. My goodness, yeah, he hasn't fell, fell into his body yet. Yeah. Uh, hey, to be fair, guys, that offensive line he's playing behind is all awful. Very true. And that's one thing, Link. That was an <laughs> issue point. coming into the season, by the way, that we knew. Yeah, right? true. That we knew was a problem. And that's a big reason, maybe, why DeAndre Francois got injured against Alabama to begin yeah. with. 
Uh, but 35-3 to was the final score of Boston College uh, working over Florida State there. Uh, Florida State now needs to win their final four games just to get to get to bowl eligibility, which probably, the, considering the way they played this season, is not, not likely at all. Uh, 25th-ranked Memphis with a 56-26 victory over Tulane. They are now 7-1 in the AAC. SMU now 6-2, and uh, so they're bowl eligible for the first time since 2012. They beat Tulsa. Of course, the lead story of the night, the World Series Game 3, Houston defeating the Dodgers by the score of 5-3. to three. That's 7-0 and oh is the record for the Astros now at Minute Maid Park. Yuli uh, Gurriel with two, two, two hits excuse me, and one home run. Josh Reddick, former Dodger, with two hits as well. Brian McCann, three hits out of the nine hole there for Houston. Lance McCullers gets the win. Hugh Darvish roughed up six hits, four earned runs, and just an inning and two-thirds pitch, the shortest outing of his career. With TrueCar, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some scores out of the NBA. The Raptors beat the Lakers 101-92. to Kyle Lowry with a triple-double, 11 points, 10 boards, and 12 assists there for Toronto. Lakers were just 3-for-23 from three-point range on the night, 13%. Not getting it done there. The Warriors got it done at home with a 120-117 to comeback victory over the Wizards. That's a game where the Warriors trailed by as many as 18 points. Kevin Durant with 31 points and 11 rebounds in the victory there. T-Wolves beat the Thunder for the second time in six days, 119-116 to the final score. Carl Anthony Towns, 33 points. Jimmy Butler, 25 points. Nuggets beat the Hawks, 105-100. to And look out for the Orlando Magic. They're in first place in the Eastern Conference, 4-1 after a 114-87 to victory over yeah. the Spurs. There you Woo-hoo. go. The Magic. Yeah. Fournier. Evan Fournier, 25 points. Yeah, baby. All right, uh, Fig. Let me uh, <laughs> let, let me ask you a question. What, what do you prefer? Like, would you, you know, we're in this topic of college football and why college football feels fun. You know, like I can't wait today. There's there's a handful of really really good games, and then there's just fun games elsewhere where you can just go in and and watch it and enjoy it. It doesn't have the bigness of the NFL. But it's gotten certainly more fun. Which do you prefer? I've always preferred college more, and it kind of harkens back to, to what all, all of you guys said in the, in the previous segment. And you guys used the Martavis Bryant example uh, specifically. You know, it's such a business, and guys asking to be traded because they're not getting their touches. You see it in college to a smaller degree, but mostly when guys transfer, it's because they're not getting playing time at all, not because they're not getting touches. The last one I can remember maybe was Ezekiel Elliott when he was at Ohio State where I believe they won the game and he was still complaining about touches. You just don't see that very often at the college level because they're playing, and maybe it sounds bad, but they're playing for the right reason. They're playing for each other. They're playing, you know, for the school. You know, for a lot of those guys, they, everybody wants to, wants the goal of making it to the NFL, but everybody knows they're not going to make it for a lot of these players. This is the pinnacle for them. They want to be, go out and be able to try to win every single game and play for each other and learn with each other. Ohio state's a perfect example, guys. People are burying them after they lost early this season to Oklahoma. And now people are saying if they played today, Ohio State would roll Oklahoma. I don't know if that's true or not. But teams improve and they progress and you trust each other, you know, care about each other the more and more that a season goes along. And while the NFL, you just don't get that sort of a closeness factor. I think it goes uh, back to something that Sam said about just the students and the youth and the feeling of community. There's more of a feeling of community to me in, in, in the college game than it is in the NFL game. Yeah, and you know what the shame is? Is that it didn't used to be that way. The NFL was, like, fascinating. Like, the NFL was an episode of Game of Thrones in that 
you didn't know where it was going, and you went to these crazy, exotic places, and you saw these mythical people. Like, you know, uh, some of these players, I mean, think about, go back to your childhood, Fig, for Mm -hmm. a second, and think about, close your eyes, and think about the most dominant force of a player in the NFL when you're, you're growing up. Barry Sanders, yes, Barry, Jerry Rice, Barry, Jerry, Emmett, um, yeah, those are those were the guys who were dominated when I was coming up for sure. All right, so take Barry Sanders for a second. You're mm-hmm. you're a, you're a kid, and, and look, you're growing up in L.A. Yes, and and you got no affinity toward the Lions, but you all of a sudden this guy wearing the powder blue, mm-hmm. right? You see on Thanksgiving, oh yeah, and you see this powder blue figure who reverses fields and is just almost like a superhero with superpowers. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt big, right? It felt fun. It felt like, oh, my God, look at this, Barry Sanders. Yeah, it was epic. You had these epic stories, too. You did this, the game with Emmitt Smith where he separated his shoulder, yet yeah. still ran for over 200 yards after that happened. You know, th- things of that nature. Things that Those are things that I remember coming up. And, yeah, those epic-type stories you just aren't used to seeing for whatever reason uh, in more recent years out of the NFL for whatever reason, mostly because I, it's harder to connect to these guys because, as you guys mentioned, these guys are prima donnas. A lot of these players nowadays are really, really hard to like. That's where yes. the issue is. Barry was not you hard to what? like. Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman, Steve yeah. Young, those guys were not hard to like. These A lot of these players nowadays really are. You know what? That's a ding, ding, ding. Brilliant. Brilliant, my man. Lincoln, the players, he think he's dead on. They're difficult to like. <laughs> you got guys wearing rompers. You got guys crying about playing time. You got just stupid, just who thinks the world's flat? I'm sure somebody <laughs> in the NFL does. Oh, no, they're hard or difficult to like. He's I think he's right. Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. Like, because really, the, deep down, do you like Zeke Elliott? Do I? Zeke Elliott's a J.O. I mean, yeah. let's be real. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's everything that he's done, you know, other than on, on the football field has, has made you not necessarily like him. How could you Put like him? the women. Like, you know, come yeah. on, man. Come on now. No, but but you have a lot of instances like that, and it seems to be sort of a um, uh, a part of it. Every year we're talking about someone belittling women or something or someone in the news for all the wrong reasons. Really, and, and how about this? I mean, if you're a Dolphins fan, who would you absolutely like on that Dolphins team? Well, I tell you what, I, I, I we hadn't had a chance to get to it, but... I know firsthand that Adam Gaze lost half of his locker room by his comments after this last game. I know for a fact. Really? <laughs> Trust me. Oh, yeah. I, look, I was part of a team with Bill Callahan when he came in after a game we had, and he had a press conference, and he asked, you know, we have to be one of the dumbest teams in America because we, the number of penalties we committed. And I remember looking around the locker room as the players heard that press conference, and there were a couple of players in particular who said, oh, I'm done. I'm out. I'm good. I think we went four and twelve that year. Wow. Uh, yeah, so, I mean that's I mean that's being a baby though. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You cannot. And, and that's and that. It, first of all, he. But he's no right. Matter, he's right. No, he's right. But you can't. Here's the thing. These. This is the problem with. And I've seen it from the locker room. The the guys are so sensitive. 
They're so sensitive. They can't. You know, oh, you, they, they were told you, you're supposed to be like water, water off a duck's back. It's just supposed to roll off. Hey, don't be, don't be too thin skinned But guys are so sensitive when you're critical of them that they will check out. And that's exactly what's going to happen in the Dolphins uniform. They're going to check out. Like, remember, remember, not too long I, ago we like, had. If we, I'm Adam Gaze, I go, oh my god, am I an idiot? But it's the it's the level of dysfunction I that happens upon the these, for these 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 professional athletes these days. They're, they're kids. There was a couple years ago we had an investigation into bullying in a locker room with a six foot eight man who was complaining <laughs> that he was being bullied. Yeah, I know. That's silly. I I still can't get over that. I mean, these six foot eight, three hundred pound man. Yeah. He talked about me. I can't be here anymore. I got to leave. Huh? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I get you. All right, so let, let's go off of Figgy's point. Okay. Let's do this coming up. I, I'm going to name, I'm going to go through some teams, and I'm going to name players, and you tell me if they're likable, not likable. We'll play the whole game, all right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love Figgy's answer. I think it's dead on. Do you like because you got to like the players? Well, you got to like somebody on the team that makes you want to watch them or look forward to seeing them. Oftentimes, yeah. it's a quarterback. But here's a lot. Of, here's the thing: there's a lot of quarterbacks you can't you can't like, yeah, or won't like for whatever reason. Play the way they look, you know. Hate the face there's guys. One, Come on. There's one guy I love though. I love one guy. Who? <laughs> I know Who that you love one guy. Who could, who could that be? be like? I don't know. Some tall guy who wears a green uniform and <laughs> stands in a pocket and throws a and drill to the back does, of the back of the quarter. And zone. all he does, he don't complain. He don't whine. He doesn't cry. He, only, he takes all responsibility. His name is Carson Wentz from North Dakota. Hated Lincoln it. Kennedy, Anthony <laughs> Gardner. <laughs> We're the fellas on Fox. Fellas, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. So, Link, uh huh. Last second, uh huh. I, <laughs> you sound like my grandmother there. Sticking out to Gigi. No, you really sound like. <laughs> So I, I thought Fig just nailed it, man. Just right really, really nailed it with the player angle. Like there's not a lot of likable dudes. So let's start off with um no, let's start off the AFC. All right. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> Patriots. Now, I mean, seriously, there's no I mean Brady's Brady's Brady, so you know. He's not like you're not going to go. Oh my God, I love Tom. You know, he's a great player, and he plays on the team at Belichick. They're they're the evil empire in a lot of ways. <laughs> I mean, Gronk. Let's take their most personable player, Gronkowski. Do you like Gronk? I like Gronk. I I, I do like Gronk. I, I like his I like his enthusiasm towards the game. He's 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 almost like a little kid in a candy store. With everything that you see, and and I, I think sometimes I get a little I get a little tired of his antics when he's you know he, he can't play on a football field, but yeah, you can jump in a wrestling room, ring and act up. I, I get a little get a little tired of that and 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 stuff like that. But for the most part, I, I like I like Gronk. Yeah, I I I, I do too. 
I mean, I, I guess I kind of like he's a lovable guy. Yeah. Although he's he's a bit of a of a. Uh, I mean, what's the word? Pig? Huh? <laughs> How did you get that one? Where'd that come yeah, from? I mean, he's really? A bit, he's a bit... No, no, no. no. <laughs> In a lovable way. Like, he's a... A like, lovable pig. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, he does that, like, the sex boat and, you know, all that stuff. Like, he, he's kind of got that in him. I was going to say, me- cool. I was gonna say meathead, guys. Like, he's a lovable meathead. That's, that's, yes. Yeah, he, he's, he's, like, dumb, but you love him. Yeah, he's that kind of. No, and, 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 no, I, and I mean that, right. and I mean that in like a respectful way. Yes, it's like, no, sometimes you get no. Sometimes those guys you you get they're they're, they're just bold bulls. You're muscles. dumb, but you're lovable, and I mean no, that in the nicest yeah. way. <laughs> no, it's like a guy you can't help but laugh at, but he's he he he's just so innocent in the way he is that like hey, you can't help but like him. It's like one of those type of. Hey, dudes. Mike, what is he like again? You said what's the D word you used? Dumb. Dumb. You big dummy. It's just that simple. Wow, I remember that. I had to pull that from the archives. (laughs) You big Big dummy. dummy. Way to go, dummy. You big (laughs) dummy. It's just that simple. One of my favorites. You guys are right. And and Gronk is a guy that you can get next to. Right? You can get next to Gronk. So let's go. Keep going, Brady. No, you can't. You can't relate to Brady. Brady's regal and whatever. Um, anybody else I'm missing on the Patriots who really stands out? Nobody. Yeah, like really stands out personality wise. Probably not. Um, Miami, like Cutler's a hate to face. Yeah. Um, Landry. No. Huh? I mean, he is he really that big? Not, not Indomitian Sue. I mean, it's it's hard. Right, there you go. There's another big Indomitian Sue. What about Kiko? Shut oh, Kiko. Kiko. All all I need is all Anthony has to do is 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 rehash that picture of him and his and his skivvy I'm about to go. Into I can't the, stand Shakiko. <laughs> the hyperbaric him and his Instagram under yeah. a under a waterfall. No oh, gosh. And, and, and like all, all of a sudden now, listen. I mean, did you think it was Flacco's fault? Because all I hear now is that, well, it was, a, it was Flacco slid too late. I still thought he gave that little extra to the head, no? I didn't see the play. I couldn't count on it. I, I missed the play. I was doing something Go, else. Do me a favor and Google it. Okay. All right? And, all right. and give me your thoughts. All right. Like, I'll agree. It, it, was, it was mildly late, but there was a little extra to the head. You know what I, I like to hear, guys, is the exchange between John Harbaugh and Kiko, where the ref gets in in the I middle love of John the Harbaugh to shut kick up, his shut ass. Up. Yeah, the ref is just telling him to shut up and get back. That was intense. Yeah, that was great. That was great. I love Harbaugh to take him outside. Shiki- I call him Shikiko. Shakira, Shikiko. <laughs> Shikiko, Shikiko. Uh, and Dominic Sue is. It's just a, like a, he's just the devil. In, in, he, went he went he after Ryan Mallett. He went after. choked him. He went after Ryan Mallett. Think about he that. He choked person. him. You got to have your villains, though. Come oh, on. Oh, man. That was so bad. Yes. Okay. Now, now, now. You know what? That's a great point by Iowa Sam. And Kiko's a villain, too, if you want, you know. He's not a villain. That. Well, he, after that, he's got. No, he's a Chippendale dancer. Wall. No, he's not a villain. No, Dominic Sue's a villain. Dancer. 
No, you're right about the Dominican Sue. You need that. I actually like the Dominican Sue. I should say he's a, he's a creep on the field, but you need to have the villain. So you're right about that. So I I, I won't use him as an example as detestable players. All right, let's keep going through the Blake Bortles. He's a hate the face. Is he? Poor Bortles. I don't know. Or hate, the, hate the arm? Yeah, hate the arm. That's it. I used to hate him because of his girlfriend. His girlfriend was, like, beyond attractive. And I was like, man, you're, you're right. not a good quarterback. All right, we're the fellas. We'll go through this coming up next. Welcome back to the program. We are the fellas. We come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Simply visit Geico.com for that free rate quote. Just joining us, obviously talked a little bit about the, or a lot about World Series and the Strohs taking game three last night. Now 7-0 Strohs are at home in Houston. Unbeatable. They uh, chase Hugh Darvish. Couldn't get out of the second inning. And to your point, Link, he had nothing. Oh. Ugh. No fastball, no slider. Those are two of his better pitches. Fastball sets up the slider. And the fastball was a meatball. Slider was <laughs> irrelevant. Couldn't get it over. Yeah. There's nothing worse than than that uh, when that fastball has got no tail to it. Oh, my gosh. He needs an ass, that fastball. It was it, 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 it seriously was just hanging belt line for most of that second inning for all the hitters. And he was fortunate it wasn't more disastrous in the four runs he gave up. Yeah, he could have given up six. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and he just got rocked. And so Dodgers try to come back and try to, you know, inch it off. They get to 5-3, top six. But then Brad Peacock, three and two-thirds scoreless, hitless innings. Mm. That was impressive. Strohs. Mm. And the Strohs. See, that lineup is just ridiculous, Lincoln. Oh, it's continuous. When when their nine-hole hitters, McCann. Are you serious with that? <laughs> There's no outs in that lineup. Yeah. Every other lineup has an out. Look, you look at the Dodgers. I know Hernandez had the big game, but he's an out. I know uh, Barnes is an out. I mean, you got outs there. Not in Houston. Strohs don't have any outs. Really impressive. But anyway, it's a big day in college football. So we talked a lot about Penn State, Ohio State. We'll talk more about it. We need to talk about Notre Dame and North Carolina State. Notre Dame. I mean, after the Irish, after pasting Southern Cal, hey, boys, how was Annie, Annie Z? Was she flexing uh, oh. this past week? <laughs> she, she, was, she, she was definitely a very uh, confident and a very uh, upbeat about uh, the result. Well, she, Annie she, Z. She loves her Cowboys. She loves the Fighting Irish. Yeah, she does. She loves, I don't know why she's a Cowboy fan. That's such a violation. Here we go. Here we go. Annie, Annie Z is uh, one of the great Fox Sports Radio executives for a long time. Love her. But I don't know why she's a Cowboy fan. She's from Chicago. She should be a Bear fan. 
That's the, that's an ultimate violation on Andy Z. Oh, but Andy Z, it comes in strong with the Irish. The Dallas Cowboys. The Irish just all over. Whoo, they're dangerous, Link. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. They got a good test today because I think NC State's I, – I know one of the reasons why the Irish had so much success uh, last week was that, first of all, it was it was poor coaching on SC's part. Their defense was not prepared, uh, and they had tons of communication problems. But more importantly, the defensive line, which has been decimated by injuries on SC's side, uh, just could not – did not show up. Uh, NC State's defensive line is, is better than USC's, no doubt about it. I think it's going to be a good game today. I like NC State. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I I, I think it's going to be a real good game today. What, 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 if you give me your four right now for the playoffs, that you go, this should be the four at this very moment. Alabama, Penn State, TCU, and. I'm up in the air on the fourth. So you definitely go TCU as one of the four? Yes. Yes. I think TCU deserves to be there. How about? starting today. So you go I, one I, more I'm, time. I'm, okay. Penn, you, so Alabama, Alabama Penn, Penn State, State TCU. TCU. Now I'm up on the fourth. Now a lot of people will sit there and say, what about Georgia? Well, but yes. you're going to go off. Georgia loses to Alabama. Well, that's that's exactly right. But I'm I'm if if it started right now, if it started today, as is, obviously Georgia would be a part of it. Over Notre Dame. See, that's the, the, see, that's why I was reluctant for my fourth because I think they're they're deserve. There's a lot of good one loss teams that could be in that spot. You see what I'm saying? And Notre Dame is one of them. You got a glam team too, though, huh? Glam team. Well. I'm not too caught up in the hype and the glam and the branding for the playoff. I want the four best teams, regardless of where they come from. Hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like, what's what's Notre Dame's biggest weakness? Um, man, I've only seen two games. I don't necessarily think I can make that assessment. I, I know they've got a strong running game and they've got a competent enough passing game. Defenses plays well enough. They don't. They don't have any weakness that stands out to me. Um, I mean, look, look. I I know that Georgia would deserve it because head to head, Georgia beats Notre Dame. They already did. Well, that's my point. Yeah. Georgia had that already beat Notre Dame, so Georgia would deserve it. But it's week we'll two. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, you also have a bunch of people who are going to talk about um, Miami, who I forgot to mention. No, Miami. No, just, no way. No way. All right. Well, no if, way. If, 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 Miami, if Miami handles – okay, if Miami handles business no. in the ACC and they take care of NC State, which I think is a, is a, is a solid team, don't you no. think Miami should be a part? No? Okay. No. See? I'm sorry. I've watched Miami. Uh-huh. They're not good. They're not a Final Four team. How about Wisconsin? Well, it all depends. Somebody from from the Big Ten's got to come out of there. That's well, problem that's is the, with, with Wisconsin is you're on the other side, right? You haven't been tested. Well, true. But if they come through the Big Ten and they win the Big Ten championship, they'll they'll take down one of the better teams on either you know what Ohio State or Penn State or whatever. Penn you know State, what I mean? yeah. Well, it, it, like, here's the thing about Notre Dame, right? So in that game against Georgia, mm-hmm. you remember? I mean, how it played out. Mm, no. 
can't recall the, how it came down. I, I saw bits so Wimbush Wimbush fumbles, and if you remember, Wimbush fumbles. They kick a field goal. They take it. They take the lead with three twenty-seven to go after a field mm-hmm. goal. And then they had a the strip sack. Oh wow! But he's he's different, man. That's week two. Winbush is a different quarterback, and that's why you'll have somebody who, if they continue to play well, they will climb the ladder. We saw it last year with Oklahoma and SC start off the you know week, uh, and then all of a sudden towards the end of the year with their wins, they got back in favor favorably with the polls. Uh, this is the same similar instance that can happen this time. The only thing is that has to fall before them is that somebody has to knock out, get taken care of. Whether, but but here, but see, it, it's hard to even stand stand up for that statement because, let's say Georgia goes and and Georgia plays Alabama, in in the in the SEC championship, and Georgia beats Alabama. Do you really think a one loss Alabama is not going to be part of the playoff? No, no, no. Alabama's in lock. That's exactly right. So even so, Georgia would naturally would have to be a lock if they beat them. So now you have two teams. You've got a one-loss team in Alabama that looks better than a one-loss team in Notre Dame. Probably this is the problem with the this is the problem with the playoff system the way it is. Yeah, they yeah, talk about they want to have the Florida. Best you teams. get Florida shot? No, no, no. Against Georgia? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't. Florida doesn't have enough offense against Georgia. Georgia handles handles them. Wow, you're dismissive of the Gators. Yeah. Even though they've owned them in the last couple of years, it's, this is a different Georgia team. I think Georgia is primed for this game. Wow. You, you. Florida lost their uh, quarterback a couple weeks ago. Florida lost yeah. a couple quarterbacks this year. So. You, know, you give them a shot? Well, well they got to show up and 13 play. 13 and a half, you know. Yeah, well, the, the, does the line tell you that they have a shot? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, 13 and a half is not 23. Well, I'm not saying it's 23, point. but, I mean, it's talk, we're talking about two of the better SEC teams, I SEC agree. teams. So, I mean, no, no, I, I'm, listen, I'm with you. No. Ultimately, I'm with you. I'm no. just I'm just trying to make an argument for a game. Oh, that's I see. a good game. You know right. what I mean? That's all. Um, yeah, that Miami team, I don't care they're unbeaten. They're just so unimpressive to me. Okay. I watched them. Was the last? I watched a couple games, and I'm and they're a weird team. They're, you know, Syracuse almost beat them. Now right. Syracuse took right. down Clemson. Right. Syracuse played them tough. Georgia Tech should have beat them, if you remember. Right. They beat again, Florida. You can't, you, you can't write off Clemson. I mean, depending on what Clemson does, like Clemson's still a good team. You know, they got their issues. Um, but it, 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 NC State. Yeah, the problem with Clemson is, how do I make an argument for anyone in the ACC? Well, other than Georgia, I mean, not Georgia. Other than NC other State. than Clemson, yeah, Clemson. Well, I mean, NC State's playing well. It depends on who shows up against Notre Dame. If NC State makes an impact, makes a, beats Notre Dame and South Bend, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of cry for the uh, for NC State to be a part of to to rise up and probably take what seven maybe rise I think they're like fourteen uh, they're, they'll probably go to eight or nine in the polls or something like that right. if they beat Notre Dame Notre Dame falls oh man I don't I don't I, I mean I just I still don't like I look at that conference and I just don't think I don't deem it worthy mm. you know who are the Pac-12s worthy. 
Mm, nobody really. <laughs> as much as I love my pack, I don't think I anyone know. gets in. I don't even think the Pac-12 champion gets in. A one-loss team is going to. Oh, have you're a hard really time looking at three conferences that that are worthy of, of teams in three conferences, no. right? Again, that's the that's the shortfall. That's 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 the fault of the the playoff system the way it is because there should be you you should take the conference champion. Well, it should regardless. be eight. Should, there yeah. should be eight yeah, teams, no doubt. And although if it was up to me, I'm a, I'm a I go overboard. I would do sixteen. My gosh. I would do 16 and just play it out. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, TV. Let's go. We're the fellas. Coming up, back to – got to finish this exercise. The fascinating exercise of likability of players. Picking out the prominent teams and prominent players on those teams. And do we like them or do we hate them? Fellas. On Fox. I've got some great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on car insurance. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And uh, we're having a little interesting discussion. Likeable or not likable? Who gets the, who, who gets liked on your NFL team? Who's likable and who's not likable? Uh, we already went through a couple of teams in the AFC, but they're some of the bigger name stars, you know, some people don't really find likable. And Anthony and I are having right, an let, 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 Yeah, let's figure this out, man. Figure out. Yeah, let's go. All right, now, boys, I want you to chime in. Triple M. I was Who saying, likes everybody in the Cleveland Browns uniform. Fig. <laughs> I want you to do Not a big fan you... of Kenny Britt, so let's just get that out of the way. Yeah. No, he's a scoundrel. <laughs> he's actually a, more of a troglodyte than a scoundrel, but still. I love how you went he's scoundrel got, there. I like that. Well, he's got scoundrel tendencies. Yeah. Anthony, is he a, uh, a rascal? Did you call him a rascal? <laughs> no, or rascals or are, are more. No, rascals are more lovable. Yeah, little rascals. Yeah. Look at Ray. Yeah, he's a rascal. A scoundrel, though. Scoundrel's despicable. A scoundrel. A scoundrel. Yeah, he's a he's despicable. It's a scoundrel. The let's go through the divisions. So let's look at. The AFC North. Take the Bengals defense. Next. Take them where? Out, out to the woodshed and whoop them? Right. If we're, if we're going to focus on specific people, I hate Vontez Perfect. Hate him. So you're now, saying you don't now, like him? Now, oh, now man. does he go with the Indomitian Sioux villain? Because I like him. He's a bit of a villain. He is. I'll, I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, he is one of those guys who's just... I was, I was saying be, it's a villain's idea. That's true. You need well, the villain. He's always, he, he's always in the center of the storm like in Dominican Sue. But and now Pac-Man gets, Jones is another story. Like, he's a scoundrel. Pac-Man. Yeah, look at that guy's rap sheet. Yeah. And that's what you're talking about, Fig, right? When you're talking about players and likability. Yeah. I mean, Fontes, Fontes to a degree, too, because you can be a villain. Pers- Ray Lewis, I'd say, was probably a villain, but people, he played the right way, generally speaking. Fontes is getting suspended every other week. Well, see, that costs your team. Sure, so you're not really a villain. You're not really a smart villain. You're a dumb criminal. Right. I mean, if you you, <laughs> you, you keep getting caught, yeah. you, you're not doing your team or doing anybody any, any service. So, I appreciate the passion. That he shows for the game and the level that he wants to play. But if you constantly get suspended for doing something stupid, I, I can't like you for that. I'm with you, Link. I'm with you on that 100%. All right, points. Uh, you're good points, good points. 
Let's go to the Steelers. Like Big, big Ben's not really a likable dude, no. is he? Ask a few women about that. Uh, oh, no, stop. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, was that a low blow? It's not like it's public, not public nah, knowledge. I mean, it's, come on. It's, it, that's, that's fair. Uh, How do you not like Big Ben, though? He, don't, he doesn't get in trouble outside from those instances. Oh, other than that. I, I will say this. Like I, I used to be okay with Big Ben, but the last little while, he seems like a drama king. Like, like really? should, should I retire? Should I not retire? It's just like it seems like he, he's trying to get himself some attention. It just it just feels that way. And I've yeah. talked and I've talked to a couple of my friends who are Steelers fans. They even admit this. Like, hey, he's a little he's a little bit of a little bit over dramatic. Oh, OK. I have no problem with Big Ben. I, I, I like him. I don't have All a problem right. with him. How about uh, Antonio? Hmm. After that tirade of when they were winning, I I I, I used to like him because yeah. I liked his passion about dancing and having fun. And but now that that tirade and throwing the Gator Gatorade bottle on the sideline because you don't get a catch that shows me a little bit about your personality. Oh, that's not yeah. that's a that's biash. Yeah. I'm with you, Link. You know he lost me then. He yeah. lost points with me on that. I agree. You're right. You guys are right on. How about Le'Veon? Don't really have a problem with Le'Veon. No. He's been a kind of a knucklehead off the field with the right. substance but, abuse stuff. But and he's all been that. a knucklehead his entire career. So right. I mean, yeah, right. this is true. This is true. Been a productive player when he's yeah. been around and been healthy. It hasn't been a locker room issue that I can tell hold at all. Holdouts, right. Yeah. I mean, hold, I mean, guys hold out for I mean, that's I right. mean, you can go – any team has done that. I don't, I don't hold that against them too much. Mm-hmm. So, generally, I don't mind Le'Veon. I'll tell you, the guy I love is Joey Porter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why so, guys? love him. Why? I just love him, man. He's just always there. Yeah. He's stud. I love James Harrison <laughs> curling 320 pounds or whatever he's doing at, oh, at man. 50 that, years old, still playing. Yeah, that guy's going to be like James. 60 well, years old, like, and he'll just he was be like, in shape. He's my Joey Porter still playing. I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the Ravens. Who won the Ravens? Now the Baltimore. Eric, Eric I like Eric Weddle. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, just I like Eric that. Weddle. Yeah, tough star, guy, standout star Flacco's that you can like. Kind of, Flacco's kind of boring in that sense. Yeah, yeah. He's no, kind I of like just, him. He's, he's just I kind like of bland. Him I know him, but yeah, right. Flacco's just kind of there. Is harmless. Doesn't. Yeah, he got. Right. He had. He had his one good Super Bowl run. Got his money, and he's just there. Yeah. And the team's never been the same since they signed him for whatever reason. Yeah, Very true. Great. Yeah, exactly. All right, so. Let us move over to the South, the AFC South. Texans, J.J. Watt, you love him, right? I like J.J., yeah. Yeah, nothing like against J.J. Yeah. I like J.J., especially well, with what he did for the hurricane relief, which is unbelievable. Hard to not like a guy like that. But it's but it's one of those things where it's, he's been snake bitten because he's not on the field. Now he's another exactly. injured, you know, another injury like it was yeah. last year. It took him for the year. It's it's. You know, it's hard to cheer for somebody who can't stand the field. Right. I'm not saying that you don't you don't cheer for him. He's a good guy. Don't don't get me wrong, but but you want you you want those good guys to be on the field because they're impact. They're in, I don't want to cheer. I don't want to cheer for a clowny. No, I agree. Um, nobody else on the Texans really like. I like. Uh, I love the quarterback. Yeah, the youngster. You gotta see more of it. Yeah, yeah. I like him for what I see. I just mm-hmm. like his personality. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
the Jacksonville we talked about, Indianapolis, that's a ship of fools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the coach is just the owner, the coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't like those guys. Yeah. Careful what you say. I'll tweet about you. Huh. The... Titans? Titans, the yeah. Titans, yes. What's not to like about Marcus Mariota? No, he's a likable dude. He's a great guy, too. Yeah, phenomenal guy. I don't like DeMarco Murray. No? But that's personal. That might be a personal thing there with, uh, with <laughs> well, Eagles fans and Cowboys fans <laughs> yeah. probably have issues with DeMarco Murray. No, I don't like DeMarco because... I don't know. No, to be fair, to be fair, you know, creepy owner. No, but here, but to be fair, creepy Kelly put him in a a difficult position. That was not his offense. He had no business being there, man. I agree. You're right about that. No, he he, he got put in a position where he got paid, and it just ultimately didn't work out because he didn't fit the scheme. Yeah, I just don't. You know, he was just he sit next to the owner on the plane, politicking to get out. I don't know. Someone in Tennessee, a lot of people probably don't know about, uh, Jarrell Casey, a defensive tackle, an all-pro. Uh, good guy. A local guy from Los Angeles, went to likeable. USC. Likeable, charitable, does yeah. a lot of good work in the community. And a darn good player. A phenomenal player, yeah. That's a good call out. Uh, out west, nobody on the Raiders. You, you like the Raiders, right? Oh, Derek Carr, please. I love I Derek Carr. You, not like the, you, don't like, you don't like the kid? Cuz? I said nobody on the Raiders. You like all the Raiders. Oh, 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 oh there's nobody, oh, there's nobody, oh, there's nobody, oh, there's nobody to dislike on the Raiders. Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't know where that was going there. <laughs> hey, I was interesting. I misspoke the way it okay. came out. No, no. Right. There's no one to dislike is okay, what good. I meant no. to say on Oakland. Just hate like, the Raiders. Amari Cooper. I, lo- I love Amari Cooper. Right, right. I mean, I like all the receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not in love with their secondary, but that's not personal. Well, no, that's not personal. It's, it's obvious. Kansas City. <laughs> now, what about Kansas City? I what? hate Alex Smith, but I don't know if that's personal or not. <laughs> I think that's personal, too, don't you think? I think Alex Smith's having a good year. He's having a he great is. year. Some would say MVP type year. Yeah, you like him? I, I never had a problem with Alex Smith. He wasn't going to be the one that was going to take me over the hump in the promised land, but I never had a problem with him. He, he's kind of in the Joe Flacco kind of no. like, a, like where like where no, well, Joe Flacco's <laughs> better than Alex Smith. Well, no, I'm just I'm saying in terms of like a personality. I'm not saying like in terms of skill set. I'm saying like yeah, Joe Flacco's got a better arm, obviously, and he and he's got a better skill set. I'm just saying in terms of like a personality, they're just kind of just like there. Like Alex yeah. Smith doesn't really have much of like a standout like personality. Go on, Sam. Go on. Oh, uh, yay or nay on Travis Kelsey? Um, I like Kelsey. Yeah, I don't nay. No, some, no. Of, some of some of the comments that he made at, at the end of that play at a the end of douchey, the, but no, yes, yes, uh, well, no, great no. call. Well, yeah, douchey. <laughs> there's that the reality. There's the reality show, and then yeah, he's a douche. Well, then, and, and also the comments he made after the game. He's a la douche. <laughs> the comments he made after the the playoff game against the Steelers just La douche. didn't yeah. come across very well. I've said it before, though, by the way. Eric Berry, phenomenal guy, too. True. It sucks that he's hurt. It's a, it's a shame that he's out for the year again. He, but, he dealt with cancer, yeah. fought his all, yeah. Yeah. all he's I been through. Him. Charitable Kareem, as well. Kareem, Hunt, Kareem Hunt's going to be a star for the future, man. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Oh, he can ball. Yeah. He can yeah. Ball. I, how about this, though? How about Tyree Kill? That's, yeah, I, I had that name in the back of my mind. 
Yeah, that's a. Uh, he's he's kind of re- like. I mean, that's he, offensive. He's offensive. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The, the whole thing that he got drafted for, it's like you haven't heard him get into any trouble since he got into the league. Yeah, so he's I, better I not. You, but, but it's going to take some time before right. yeah. Yeah. I can get over you punching your pregnant oh, oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah, of course. And drag like, her down the I'm stairs not, I'm or not whatever saying, he did to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, you know. It's amazing that he got drafted as high as he did with that with that track record. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of hit it and kind of the way it all mm-hmm. went down. Right. All right, Fig, you want to take it away, then we'll continue it? Sure. I'll take it from here for a little bit. We'll uh, go to Major League Baseball, and World Series Game 3 was on Friday night. The Astros came away with a 5-3 to victory over the Dodgers. They take a 2-1 to series lead in that one. Brian McCann with three hits out of the nine hole, no less, for Houston. Yuli Griel with a home run as well. Hugh Darvish roughed up, gave up six hits and four earned runs, did not strike out a single batter, which he's been so good at so far this postseason. It was the shortest outing of his career. In the NBA on Friday, the Raptors beat the Lakers at Staples Center 101-92 to behind 24 points from DeMar DeRozan and a triple-double from Kyle Lowry. James Harden had a triple-double, 27 points, 10 boards, and 10 assists to lead the Rockets over the Hornets, 109-93. to The Warriors with a 120-117 victory over the Wizards. In Oakland, Draymond Green and Bradley Buell both ejected in the second quarter for getting into a little bit of a mix-up. The Nuggets with a 105-100 to victory over the Hawks. T-Wolves with a 119-116 to win over the Thunder. All five Minnesota starters did score in double figures, including Carl Anthony Towns, who had 33 points and 19 rebounds. Knicks get their first victory of the season. Chris Porzingis, 30 points, 9 boards. They get a 107-86 to victory over the Nets. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In college football, Boston College hammered Florida State 35-3. to Florida State now just 2-5 and on the season. Tulane loses to 25th-ranked Memphis 56-26. to Riley Ferguson, 298 yards through the air and three touchdowns as well for the Tigers. SMU now bowl eligible for the first time since 2012. They are 6-2 and two after a 38-34 victory over Tulsa. Fellas? All right. Great stuff, Fig, as always. Thank you. Stay right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. All you got to do is visit geico.com. Do it today. So, uh... We're coming up with the likability factor. So we're looking at the NFL today from a critical standpoint. Uh, there is NFL worry over the Thursday night game. It looks like it's going to be pared down to maybe six or seven next year. Um, there is obviously mass exodus. I was talking about some of the soccer fathers that I talked to last night at my Massimo's game and how they're out of it. There, nobody's into the game. It's weird. So we're talking about some of the reasons why. And Figgy had a reason we talked about likability factor of the players. And so we've kind of gone through the AFC a bit. And we have not gone to uh, we went to Kansas City. We have not gone to Denver yet. Now, is there anyone in Denver? We we love Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like Von. Yeah, Von seems to have like the perfect uh, mix of confidence, but not being arrogant, and he's funny. So yeah. I like Von. So like we like Von. No, I hate the backup quarterback. No, well, Paxton Lynch. No, 
Um, um, the backup quarterback is getting oh, seventy million dollars from yeah. the Browns. Yeah, right. true. Hey, 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 hey! That's not anyone. That's not his fault. That's your yeah, dumbass. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we sold out for a draft. Yeah, if somebody yeah. gave you that contract. Analytics. You yeah. it too. Analytics. Yay! <laughs> Take that for data. <laughs> right. That's great. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about hey, the, uh, uh, the corner the, on uh, the Browns? Single A teams looking pretty good. You're thinking oh, of yeah. a keep to leave there, Sam? Yeah, keep to leave. What about him? Chris, ha- I was going to say Chris Harris. Yeah, I like Chris Harris. I like Chris, Chris Harris. Harris. I, love, I yeah. like Chris Harris too. Like yeah. Chris Harris, I personally like a keep to leave, but he got a couple issues. I understand why people would he despise. Does. Yeah, him. he he's he's not uh, he's not well liked by other teams. I actually like Derek Wolf too. I, I like Wolf. Yeah, defensive Wolf's tackle. A, yeah, he's defensive good. tackle. He's a good one. Yeah. All right, and uh, the LA Chargers. Rivers hate the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Joey Bosa with his big hands. I like. I like Joey Bosa. And I like Ingram. I yeah, like Ingram's a great player. Melvin no, Gordon's actually. Hands. Melvin they Gordon's a good hands. dude. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's a real good dude. So I like Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon, the running back. See. All right, NFC. You want to take a look at the NFC? Sure. All right, let's look at the NFC. Let's look at uh, Eagles on top of the NFC. We love Carson, right? Love Hated Carson. It. Just kidding. <laughs> say, Carson's unhateable, <laughs> except for how good he is. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Giants. Were anybody on the Eagles else? Hey, you find anybody with Legarrette uh, Blunt? He's had some issues, Legarrette Blunt. But they did kind of date back to college. So yeah, he's, he's a duck. I can't share for him. Huh? No, there you go. All right, uh, la 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 la. Fletcher Cox is is a likable dude. So all in all, Eagles are a pretty likable team, right? Generally, yeah. I don't know if there's any anybody on the roster that I say I dislike strongly or you know or hate. All right, let's go. Let's go, Cowboys. Dak, Dak you like a lot. Dak very likable. I like Dak. Yeah. The Zeke, you don't. Zeke's a crumb, right? Wait, but we all liked Zeke last year when he jumped into the uh, Salvation Army kettle. Everyone loves Zeke's that. a crumb. He's a crumb. Oh, he's a phenomenal talent, Sam. But yeah, he's a yeah. I mean, you like him because of his ability, but you don't like him as a dude, right? All the stuff off the field. I actually, I just, sorry, sorry, as of late though, as of late, yeah, I like Dez. People to liked be him a lot last year. I think Dez Bryant gets a bit of a bad rep. To be honest, I think Dez is a pretty good dude. I agree. He has a lot I agree. of passion. Yeah, that's a great point because a lot of people misconstrue that as like selfish me, 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 but he's really passionate. Like he's really emotional and you, you like to see that from him. You feel he's well-intended in most exactly. of the things that he does. Yeah. And Jason I know he made some mistakes when he was younger and first came in the league, but like everyone does. But uh, yeah. one of the most endearing things, I, the stories I heard is like when he was in line to get his Xbox One, how he bought everybody uh, a one who was who was in line with him. I thought that was pretty cool. That's great. And that's and Lincoln, that's stuff that you oftentimes don't hear about. You exactly. always hear about the negative stories. Yep. Yeah, that's great stuff. I agree. Uh, um, anybody else? Witten, like Witten. Jason Witten for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. I like Witten. Um, and we love Jerry Jones because he wants to party with the rest no. of the party. <laughs> right, well, there you go. Like, here's another one. Jason got to hate the face. The Dallas Cowboys. You see? <laughs> I like Jerry because I want, I want me some glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Washington. I want me some glory hope. Yes, sir. Josh Norman. <laughs> what about him? Hate him, like him? Nah, I'm not on. I'm not on his his bandwagon. How about you guys? I like I like Josh Norman to be honest. He's kind of another one of those that plays with a lot of passion. He talks a lot of trash, but he backs it up most of the time too. So yeah, I, mean, I, I don't necessarily mind him. I'm not I'm not a big fan of trash talkers, but to be fair, the guy always seems to back it up. He always seems to when he when he needs to step up and people are questioning him, he steps up in the big moments. I agree. He'll even uh, take a backseat in his own team, but. I think he's a bit of a poseur. Hmm. Ooh, is he French? <laughs> <laughs> Just a tad of a poseur. What about, uh, uh, what about Kirk Cousins there? Uh, you like that? Next question. You like Kirk? I actually like Kirk Cousins. I do too. I like him too. I can see where, yeah, I can see where he would get on people's nerves, but I kind of like him. Yeah, I think he's getting a lot of a raw deal because, like, no. oh, he's he's trying to get uh, all the money, but a lot of that's because the Redskins totally butchered that. Yeah, they mishandled it. That's why I said, don't hate the player, hate the game. Cousins was recently um, compared to a Honda Civic, and then uh, this certain uh, commentator uh, also called Carson Wentz a Bentley. I thought you would like that, Anthony, but I don't know if uh, Carson. Or I like I that. Know, I don't know if uh, Kirk Cousins is a Honda Civic. Maybe a, yeah, Honda he's a Honda Civic. Yeah, he's better than a, than a Civic. I agree. <laughs> hey, My Civic goodness. will get you where you need to be, though. All right, what is Carson again? He's a Bentley. Is he that high maintenance? This, this yeah. is too, 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 too soon. Yeah. Some expensive parts. That's exactly right. Mm. All right. I've uh, never known of a Honda, Honda Civic to cost as much as that. <laughs> no, I, no, I agree. How about Giants, Eli? I despise uh, Eli. Eli. Mm. Why, though? I just hate him. I hate his face. <laughs> I love Peyton, and I can't stand Eli. Eli, to me, always had that dumbfounded look on his face. Uh, Eli. Uh, yeah, it seems like every time a bad play happens, they just pan to him, and he doesn't uh, know what's going on. Yeah, Eli face. I think he's, he's amusing, though. He's like a, his, There's something about him that's amusing. Like he's I like hate your, Beckham. <laughs> you hate Beckham? Oh, yeah. Great, 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 great player, but I can't stand him. Because he lifted like, his leg, huh? No, because no, no, not just that. Like, I, it goes back to what we've been talking about. He's a, uh, he's, me, a he, he's a me first yeah. guy. Yes, he's a me first guy. It's just like you see, like some Bad dog. these ridiculous <laughs> celebrations that he's doing. Because I go back to the dog celebration. That I thought that was stupid. It was stupid. Bad dog. It, it was dumb. And then his explanation after the game was even stupider. It was like, what? What are you? What are you even saying? I, I play like a dog, so I'm going to act like a dog. I'm like, what, what are you even saying? That doesn't make any sense. I'm with you. All right, let's hold that thought. We'll come back. We'll finish this division. Then we'll move on throughout the NFC in the quest to find out why people are leaving the NFL. We're the fellas on Fox. Playing the hate game. <laughs> fellas. Uh, Lincoln, did you have a chance to look at the uh, Flacco hit? Yeah, I did. What'd you think? I thought it was a clean hit. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Had no problem with it. Did Did you not think he came up to the head, to the side of the head? Mm-hmm. Like with a little bit of an extra... All I know is that when you're you're running to try to take someone out and he starts to slide, you're taught to aim high so you could go over him. 
Yeah, no, no, it's true. That's what Dan Patrick said. I agree. You said it. You're right. But there I is. Um, it just looked to me like he 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 gave the head an extra. He gave it extra force. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Look, I don't have a problem with it. Here's the thing. It, 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 again, we're talking about a contact sport. I think it's been, you know, it's been wimped down so much to where you can't make contact with anyone. It's 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 awfully hard to imagine a strike zone, especially when somebody is sliding. Now I got a yeah. picture of strike zone between their, you know, the shoulder pads and their waist. Can't hit them too low. That's a penalty. Can't hit them too high. It's a penalty. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I've slided. I know he's sliding, but he's he's going in with the like the elbow, shoulder, forearm hey, thing. Hey, slide sooner. Slide quicker. Get down. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I mean, look, I don't think he should be suspended. Right. But it was definitely a flag, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't give a flag. I would have given a flag. Yeah. All right. uh, Let's keep going with uh, with finish the Giants. Actually, I'd throw McAdoo on there, too. What? Don't like him? Or like him. I'm not. I'm just not a fan of him. Oh, he got a makeover though. He started yeah, slicking he his hair back. He's trying to look yeah. like some mob boss or something. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh, move across the. Uh, let's go to NFC South. We talked about Cam. He precipitated this conversation. I I loathe him. Let's see, you like you like Keekly when he's on the field, right? You I like love Keekly. Oh, yeah. Keekly's great. All right. and, I love um, Keekly. I love Davis. Davis, yeah, okay. Thomas right. Davis uh, is awesome yeah. too. I yeah. love him. I uh, Kelvin Benjamin, eh? Yeah, yeah. I can't take anything, right? <laughs> right. Lukewarm, lukewarm. All right. Uh, you guys okay I, with Greg? You I, guys okay with Greg Olson? Even though I he's like not Olson. playing. Yeah, I Olson's like Olson. Cool. He's a good player. Good guy too. I'm a big Ron Rivera fan. Yeah. Uh, that's it, right? There's nobody else. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what about the, what about uh, Saints? You like the Drew, you like Breeze, right? Love Breeze. He's yeah, great. you can't you can't not like Breeze. Yeah. And you can't not like. There's really nobody hateable on that team, right? Tampa. I like right, right, Link. Exactly. Who else are you gonna? <laughs> you don't know anyone, else. right? <laughs> well, the receivers. You still don't know. You don't know them. They've changed. They've turnover. Name me two receivers on the Saints team right right now, cuz. Thank you, Michael. Taken. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I had a piece of his steak in my mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my, uh, it's my breakfast. I had a, uh-huh. I had a cheesesteak. Right. No, no, no. Right. Seriously. Um, moving on. Michael right. Thomas, right? Yeah, Michael Thomas. There's one. It took you only ten minutes to get that one out. No, 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 no. I, I, again, I had to. Uh, yeah. I just got to think about it for a second. That's exactly right. That's my point. <laughs> you don't know. Brandon Cooks is in the way. He's not there anymore. I know. So, All we right. can move on. Um, Atlanta. Let's Julio. see. Julio. I like Julio. Love, love Julio. Yep. Julio. The best. Matty uh, Ice. You, you like Matty Ice? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's a friend of mine. Um, I like Freeman. Mm-hmm. I, like, mm-hmm. I like that team. Mm-hmm. 
There's really nobody I, I dislike yeah. on that team. That's the one no. I really thought I, that I dislike on the Falcons, to be honest. Yeah. All right, uh, keep going. Uh, Green Bay, let's go. Uh, what about Rodgers? We Rogers? about Tampa Bay. Did you say anything? You didn't go to Tampa. Oh, I said Tampa. Tampa. Jameis, I like. I like, like Jameis. His personality is kind of annoying at times, but I do like him. He's one of those guys that's always on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And I don't think he puts on for the cameras either. I think he's naturally like that. He's just like, man, shut up. You always, you always talk. He's like one of those types, but I do like him. All right. Um... <laughs> You look at I, I I you know I mean Mike Evans you love right I mean what's not to love about Mike Evans mm-hmm. yeah Gerald McCoy too Gerald McCoy was uh, I don't know if you guys saw Hard Knocks or not but he uh, I did yeah, yeah I let like his personality shine a lot in that too so yeah, I, like I mean it. I like Tampa I like those guys I did okay. yeah All right, I Green Bay Rogers can be prickly but he's so great he's good for the game. He's great for the game, but do you like his, do you, his, person- do you like him? his personality? He backs rubs- up everything he does. I yeah, think. his personality no, can kind of rub people the wrong way. But like you said, because he's so good, it's like he's mysterious. Though yeah. I, I like how he's you know he's trash. There's nothing talking- mysterious about Aaron Rodgers. Oh yeah, no. there is. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> off-putting to a lot of people, but I think his talents, to you guys' exactly. point, kind of overshadow that. It's almost like you can yeah, you can deal with him being that way because he's so good. He's not cool. No. Like, see, Favre, Favre was cool. I think Rodgers is cool. You're just a Green Bay fan. Right. That might be true. I don't know how much yeah, his but teammates he's not cool. Like, like, Favre was cool. Like, he was a man's man, Favre. Yeah, with his crotchless jeans. That's that's definitely man's. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. He's a, he was a fire. He's a, he's, a, he's a cool dude. I know. Anybody who takes the approach of cutting out their jeans, that is that's cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, it's not cool. We're the fellas. We we got one more hour. Don't go anywhere. Pick's coming up next, too. Oh, that's us. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. We come to you live from the guy called Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. All you got to do is go to Geico.com for the free rate quote. This hour, we need to tackle picks. Dive into the college, big college day. It's a Fox Sports football Saturday. We always love our football, Fox football Saturdays with the fellas. This is our time of the year. We'll get back into the World Series a bit. We went through the uh, the hate game. I guess we got to finish it, but uh, we did most of it. Uh-huh. And uh, you called me out for having a cheesesteak and half a cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Huh? And I f- forgot... Ted Ginn and oh yeah, after you had a chance to look him up by a chance, I'm well, saying off the I don't top have of your a computer head. in this room. Sure, sure, you have a phone. There's always I don't a computer, have a computer in this room. Can't hustle, hustler. I don't, uh, you know, I, I, if I have a cheesesteak in my mouth, I would have got Ted Ginn. I would not have gotten Willie Sneed. Exactly I forgot right. Willie Sneed, but I had a cheesesteak. You're my not the only one. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for calling me out there, cuz. I love you. That's fine, sweet. Appreciate that. I love you. Uh, the idea of where football has gone and how it's trending downward, at least the NFL, we believe the college game is on the opposite way. It's going the opposite direction where people are into it. People love it. There's a happiness, a joy. A f- there's a the degree of fun with the college game. And so as we transition into this hour... Let's take a look at some of the big games. 
Woo-hoo. Because uh, I'm excited for today. A little bit later on this afternoon, we got some big ones. Uh, the top, the, the best game, obviously, the, of the day is what's happening in the Big Ten. And that is number two versus number six. Right. And this is Ohio State versus Penn State. Let's let's look at Penn State for a second, Link, because okay. they, they haven't. I mean, James Franklin was under pressure. Mm-hmm. He had heat. Remember after what happens with the Paterno investigation, right? And uh, the all Sandusky horrible story, that horrid story that came out, which uh, took a lot of. It really just crushed the program. Now Penn State is back, and James Franklin got some heat right. up until last year, middle of last year, when they get hot. And it starts with a victory over Ohio State on a block field goal mm-hmm. on a Saturday night game. You remember that game? I do remember. Yes, yes. Block field goal. Ohio State had Penn State locked up, and next thing you know, Penn State blocks the field goal. They win. And Lincoln, that offense was a different offense from that game on out. No doubt. That culminated with the comeback against Wisconsin and and then the Rose Bowl. Right. It was obviously tremendous. And then following the momentum, you know, losing the Rose Bowl to SC, but to prove that they are a capable team, they come into this season. And it seems like they picked up where they left off as hot. I mean, and that seems like they did. They they're hot like they were towards the end of last year. Referring to, and so that that, that works wonders into this matchup because you sit there and look at the, the this month, the current month that Penn State is going. He said it was going to be difficult against Michigan, and then they they overcame. They you know answered that calling. Now they go up against Ohio State. Now Ohio State is hot because Ohio State has won five in a row. After dropping, yeah, the but who season. has Ohio State beaten? That's well, the and, and I, I, I get it, but again, when it's all said and done, you go the fact that they've won five. See, if you're Urban Meyer and his coaching staff, you say we've won five in a row. We're just as hot as Penn State, you know. If not, you know, aside aside from the blemish, and the fact that you got them at your at your at your place, you got them at the shoe. You've got all the takings, everything that you want for big big time football game. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. Uh, I'm just curious when you look at that Penn State offense. See, what really strikes me is how good the offense have been. We know they got Saquon Barkley, who is a Heisman favorite right now, and probably goes as a top three pick in the draft. Right. Well, Somewhere after the quarterbacks. Yeah. And what? Still running back that high? Well, Elliott was third. Yeah, but. See what his size. I don't think he goes that high. I'm trying to think who might be in there. Cleveland picks. No, they won't pick. They won't pick. Cleveland wouldn't do it. Jets wouldn't do it. I'm trying to think of lower rung teams right now where they sit if they would go running back. Um, but no, he, he should definitely be a high a high pick. Look, I, I think when it comes to the offense for Penn State, Saquon's a big part of it, and I, I think Trace McSorley has to have a, a, a big game. And he comes up big. McSorley is yeah. a uh, is a guy that comes up big. Yeah, yeah. And 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 in, yeah. in the past, JT Barrett, quarterback of Ohio State, has had issues with Penn State's defense. And I think their Penn State's defense doesn't get enough love. They've got a good defense. So 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 right now the right now Ohio State is a seven point favorite. Seven point favorite. Or Ohio State's a seven point favorite or underdog. 
Excuse me. Ohio State's a seven-point favorite. Ohio State's a seven-point favorite. I thought, wow. I thought Penn State was favored. Okay. No, no, no. It's Uh, in the game's in. I know it's in the the shoe. No, no. Ohio State is the favorite. Seven-point favorite. Um, I'm curious who you who you leaning. I I like Penn State. I think Penn State. I think Penn State is is this is the game that they've had marked on their calendars because I think this along with Michigan this whole month of football is to show that we deserve to be in a national spotlight. We deserve to be a part of the playoff, and I think they feel jaded that they weren't last year, even winning the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Now this is revenge for Ohio State. Well, I mean, I, I, I see it. I, and again, I think Ohio State's a good team. But I think it's like, if you're Penn State, you haven't lost a game. Um, you, you've taken care of business. You Like you said, who has Ohio State beaten? They lost it. So why, why are why, and Penn State says, why are we an underdog by such a large margin? A touchdown. Disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, um I don't know. I mean, I, I look at. I, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Uh, Urban Meyer. I just. I, I don't know what to think about Ohio State. I, I, I'm confused by them because of the quality of opponents they've played. They've blown out everybody, right? But you know, you're talking Rutgers. You're talking slop schools. But let's let's keep in mind what Urban Meyer has been able to do since he's been at Penn State. I mean, he has has a tremendous run. If you look at his overall record at I'm mean, not Penn State, Ohio State. Uh, you look at his overall record. I mean, you you have to put him in the talks with some of the best coaches out there because he didn't lose many games. And it's in the Big Ten, so we're not we're not talking about just you know a, a bunch of pansies left and right. We're talking about some good schools. Ohio State has dominated for years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, but I I know you're, what you're going to say, but still, I just I just look at this. I look at the quality of opponents, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just go, that's just horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just horrible. I mean, uh, I don't know. How, I don't know how you get around it. Mm-hmm. Here, in case people need to see them, you're talking. Here's who they played. They played Indiana. They lost to Oklahoma. They beat Army. Then they beat UNLV. Then they beat Rutgers. Then they beat Maryland. Then they beat Nebraska. I mean, that's not exactly murderer's row. Agree. So I just don't know what to expect from them. I know Penn State's played. You know, Penn State, that was my question going into Michigan last week, and they destroyed them. Yep. Absolutely destroyed him. All right, so we'll go over the college. Don't forget, game three of the World Series, game four of the World Series tonight, Alex Wood against Charlie Morton. Last night, man, Peacock was unbelievable in relief of uh, a three and two-thirds innings. I mean, McCullough starts, pitches real well. And then uh, they get him. They get two. They get two in the six. Peacock goes on, and no hits him the rest of the way. And the and the Strohs win five three. Strohs. All about the Strohs, Lincoln. Yeah, it's been a fun series so far. Do the Dodgers? Can the Dodgers pull back into it? 
Get back no. into it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Series. No, uh-huh. I think I think the Stro- here's my grandmother again. <laughs> I think I think the Stros. I like Houston tonight. Oh yeah. Yep. Wow. So it's over. Oh, for you the got the Dodgers. I'm the, I'm just saying. I like the Dodgers to pull out and make it interesting, baby. Tie it up. You do? Yeah. You got, you got, you got the blue. Yeah. I'm going with blue. Stros man, the lineup is too good. I I agree. That lineup is just just nasty. I expected better out of you last night. That's for sure, damn, damn sure. What's what's that? I said I expected better out of you, Darvish, last night. That was a damn sure. I didn't. I got <laughs> tore up in that second. I thought the same. Now I, I thought L.A. would win yesterday. I thought right. if anybody's going to shut because you go through the numbers and Darvish had pitched well against Dodgers hitters. Yeah. I mean against Houston hitters uh-huh. when when he was in the American League when he was in Texas. Yep. So, anyway, we'll come back. Picks time. We'll begin with college. So get your pencils out. We'll give you some college picks. Then we'll give you the NFL, look at fantasy, the whole thing. We're the fellas on Fox Sports Radio. Uh Uh-huh. So what does it mean when Geico says 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? That means you probably should go on to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. We are the fellas. He's Anthony Gargano. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. And we are. it's time to get into our picks, man. Now I'm telling you to take your finger out of your nose. We're going to pick games. How we do last week again at Triple M? Very well, very well in college. Uh, Ant, Link, and Sam nine and seven. Me ten and six. So we did very, very well. Woo! But we hit the locks, Woo-hoo! right? So yes. What? Oh, what were the locks? Uh, I, I I don't think you guys specifically specified locks. I can't I can't remember. I just wrote down the picks. Well, the game. Do you ever write down like we go? I love this game. I got to hint hint because we pick every game. Right. So Notre Dame SC was a lock. lock. No, yeah, Notre Dame SC. That's the one that I remember, and uh, you, and you nailed it. And all right, well, uh, let's put a star next to the, the three we love. Okay. Let's do that. Or and against any we love, if, if that's the case. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just just let me know. I'll, I'll make note of it, and uh, we'll revisit it next week. All right, let's go. Let's start with the college picks. It's a big day in college. Let's go through it. We begin. Let's begin with the noon games. Wisconsin, noon. Illinois, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Wisconsin 27 Ugh. on the road in, at Illinois. Illinois stinks, yeah. but I'll take the 27 and a half. I'll, oh, you got 27 and a half, huh? 27 <laughs> and a half. Uh, lay it. I'm going with Wisconsin. Lay it. All right, you'll lay the 27 and a half. Triple M. I'm going to follow suit here and say that Wisconsin wins, but they're not going to cover that spread. So I'm going to go right. Illinois with the points. All right. How about you, Iowa Sam? Yeah, I'll take uh, Illinois at the points here as well. All right. Now let's go University of Miami. The Canes, the U, 20.5-point favorite, Lincoln, at North Carolina. For North Carolina. They're giving up Tar Heels. We're looking forward to basketball season, so delay it. Go Miami. You like that Miami team. Huh. Just saying. All right. I'm taking Carolina. Who you got there, Triple M? I'm going with Miami. This could be right on the edge of a backdoor cover, but I'm going to go with Miami here. I I don't think Miami's that good, but Carolina's not that good either. How about you, Iowa Sam? I'll take uh, I'll take Miami to cover. I don't know what's going on in North Carolina. They 
two years ago went like eleven and two, then they had Trubisky went eight and five. Now they're one and seven. And quarterback. Yeah, I know. I know it's the quarterback. But Larry Fedora is supposed to be a whisperer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll take uh, I'll take the Canes there to cover. All right, uh, big game in the uh, early slot in the Big Twelve: Oklahoma State, West Virginia, eleven v twenty two. Oklahoma State. Eight-point favorite over West Virginia, Lincoln. I think the Mountaineers are going to play them tough, so give me West Virginia with the points. I think Oklahoma State wins. I agree. I love – I'll take West Virginia. I'll take them. Who you got there, Triple M? I'm going to go with Okie State on the road. This this will be tough, but I think Oklahoma State wants to prove a point after kind of sort of just getting by against Texas. So I think Oklahoma State wins. All right. Uh, we got Iowa State. West Virginia plays them tough, uh, but they will not win. But I'll take them with the points. How about this one, Link? How about we go TCU and Iowa State? TCU a seven-point favorite. I think TCU is up to the challenge. I think they win. Iowa State will play them tough, but I think this game is going to be decided by a field goal. So give me uh, Iowa State with the points. All right. Let's see if one Iowa Sam agrees. (laughs) Before I offer my prediction here, I just have to say, Iowa State ranked and with a better record than Iowa is like a sign of the apocalypse because that has not happened in quite some time. (laughs) Hey, no, I'm all for it. I love that Iowa State's – and Iowa beat them this year in an overtime shootout. But, uh, no, great for Iowa State. If they keep Matt Campbell around, they're going to be good for a long time. But – um. I think uh, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna take TCU. Uh, I'm gonna take TCU. Lay it. Um, I just think that uh, Iowa State's good. They're up and coming, but TCU is gonna go in there and they'll win by. 10. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I like TCU myself. How about you, Triple M? This is one that was really tough for me. Uh, Big Twelve team going to Ames. I, I almost want to say upset here, but I'm gonna say Iowa State with the points, like Link. This will be close. I hope you guys are right. All right. Let us go to the Pac-12. We're number 12, Washington, host UCLA. Link, your Huskies, a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Oh, boy, that is a big line for them. And their offense did not show up against ASU. You know what? I think UCLA is dead last and runs uh, yards against run in the country. I'm going to go Washington lay it. Lay it. I would agree. I'll take Washington as well. Lay the points. Triple M. I'll lay it. I want to see Rosen do well, but, man, that UCLA team's kind of a mess. So I'm going to go Washington to lay it. All right, Sammy. Yeah, it's something on Josh Rosen. I mean, he's been playing great. If they had a really good defense, I think they'd be undefeated because um, he's just that good. Uh, man, I think I'm going to take uh, UCLA with the points here. Um, but Washington is coming off a bye, right, Link? But uh, Yes, they are. Yeah, they're at home, but I'll take UCLA with the points. All right. Uh, let's go to the world's largest cocktail party. Woo-hoo! We're Georgia, 13-and-a-half-point favorites over Florida. Georgia, of course, unbeaten Number three in the country, looking to stay unbeaten against its longtime rival, the Gators. 
in search of a new offensive identity. So, Lincoln, there you go. 13 and a half. Where are you going? Lay it. I'm going with Georgia. Bulldogs. Yeah. Chup, chup. I'll go chup, chup. I'll lay it as well. How about you, Iowa Sam? Chub chub, lay it. All right, you, Triple M. Lay it. Florida can't score. All right. Now let us go to South Bend. Notre Dame, NC State, Irish, seven-point favorites, two six-and-one teams. I like the Irish to win. But not cover. Give me NC State plus the seven, Lincoln. I like your thinking, young man. I'm right there with you. This is going to be a good game. Looking forward to it. How about, I think a shootout, too. Yeah, I think a shootout. I think one of those, you know, 30 mm-hmm. in the 30s. How about you there, Triple M? I'm with you guys. I think Notre Dame is due for a semi-letdown after getting up for just a massive performance against USC. So I think this is close. NC State with the points. Samuel, I'll uh, divert a little bit here. I'll take uh, Notre Dame to lay it lay it down there. Oh, yeah, why? Why? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, it's definitely a, a come-out year for Dave Dorn's crew there at NC State. It's taking a little while to get going. Uh, he's part of that Wisconsin coaching three. But, um, man, I don't know. Notre Dame just seems like they can run the ball really well. Yeah, potent yeah. offense. I'm just want to try to break from you guys a little bit. I feel you. I feel you. Right. Just curious. See, right. what you, what you see what you're thinking. That's all. Sit in the corner too. Over there. Just... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, another Big Ten game. Uh, Michigan State. Two and a half. People forgot they're a one-loss team yeah. and lurking Northwestern. Sparty two and a half point favorite Lincoln. Oh man, smell it. Something smells around. Foul there. Something smells like Wildcat. Yeah. <sighs> Is this one of those games? See, gosh. Northwestern's always tough at home. A small trap game. Do we have to touch it? We have to touch it. I got to go with Northwestern with this line. Northwestern. Yeah. It's a complete Northwestern line. Mm-hmm. You got to go Northwestern. Triple M. I'm with you guys. This line is this is shady, man. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Northwestern too. How about you, Sammy? I read an interesting stat about Michigan State. Uh, with all the uh, margins of victory, theirs is the smallest for every one-loss team out there um, at like six point nine points a game. But you know what? I'm going to take uh, Michigan State. Great defense, kind of a middling offense. I'm going to take Michigan State. Uh, lay it. I'm going to take down right. something like seventeen thirteen. There you go. All right, let's go to uh, Duke versus Virginia Tech. Va Tech playing some good football. Another one of these one-loss teams. They're a 16-and-a-half point favorite over the Blue Devils, Lincoln. Nah, I go with the Hokies. Lay it. They're at home. Lay it? Mm-hmm. All right, I would agree to lay it. How about you, Triple M? Lay it, Va Tech. All right, you, yeah. I was in. I don't know what happened to Duke. What, didn't they start out like 3-0, and now they're 4-4? Four and four? Yeah. I'll take, uh, I'll take Virginia Tech there, lay it down. All right. Let's go to Clemson, looking for revenge after falling to Syracuse and then a bye. Clemson, 14-point favorites over Georgia Tech. I think that's too fat. Yeah. I'm going to take Georgia Tech plus the 14. 
I'm right there with you, cuz, because uh, I, I still have to see Clemson's offense show and prove. They've had some disadvantages, some injury issues. Um, still a good football team. I think they win it, but give me give me Georgia Tech with the points. How about you, Iowa Sam? Yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the rambling wreck with the points. All right, and you. Triple M. I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to say Clemson covers this because they've had a lot of time to think about that loss, and they're at home. They want to prove a point to try and get back into the mix in the college football playoffs, so I'll say Clemson lay it. All right. There you go. I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick respite, come back, finish the calls, and dive into the NFL. And right now, always anxious to talk a little sports. With our man, Ilo, Lord of the Trendings. Ilo! Good morning, Anthony and Lincoln. So much to get to. It's a very good morning for fans of the Houston Astros. 2-2 pitch. Joe Buck, the call on Fox 5-3 was the final. Brad Peacock holding the Dodgers over the final three and two-thirds innings for the save. Yeah, they now lead the series two games to one. Game four tonight at 820 Eastern. It'll be Charlie Morton for the Astros against the Dodgers' Alex Wood. How you feeling? I'm sorry? How you feeling? It's your squad, Dodgers. How you feeling, man? Uh, my loyalty is uh, dissipating. Now, that'll be fine. I mean, the Astros are an outstanding team. I mean, game two was crazy, but everyone knew it was going to be a battle. I mean, Sports Illustrated knew it three years ago. Got to give them credit. <laughs> Go ahead, Ilo. Thank you, my brother. Strength of my fandom uh, depends on how they're doing. I'm a total bandwagon jumper. On to the. <laughs> Got to be honest. On to the NBA where it was. Fight night in Oakland. Oubre takes the three after the block. Durant gets a rebound. And now we have Draymond Green and Bradley Beal. I mean, we're talking Green is now knocked Green down to the floor. And we have a serious melee going on here under the basket where the Wizards were shooting. And that did not look good at all. Dave Johnson, the call on the Wizards flagship station. By the way, the call letters of the Washington Wizards flagship station, WJFK. So fortunately, the release of that highlight. Wow. was not blocked by the CIA. It's a good nugget. Whoa! Green and a good joke. Little assassination records humor on a Saturday morning. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Green... That was the biggest letdown of the week, by the way, in a non-sports story. Green and Beal... Right. Green and Beal were ejected. The Warriors went on to rally from an 18-point deficit to win the game over Washington. James Harden, a triple-double, and the Rockets win at Charlotte. Kyle Lowry, a triple-double, and the Raptors win over the Lakers. And finally, fellas, this is an amazing story, thankfully with a happy ending because it really could have been a really bad situation. But the Oklahoma City Thunder is safe and sound this morning after the nose of their team plane completely caved in when it hit something in midair during their flight from Minneapolis to Chicago overnight. The plane went on to land in Chicago without incident, but if you see pictures on social media, the nose of their team plane is completely caved in. Now, their charter... Uh, service. Delta Airlines said in a statement that the dent was likely caused by a bird strike, but because everyone was safe and sound, we can now find some humor in the situation. The New York Knicks have signed the bird who hit the plane to a $100 million contract. 
But it's crazy. You'll see the pictures on social media. They'll start to go viral throughout the day as Could everybody wakes up. Could a bird have that kind of... Dent that you know, put that kind of cave, cave it's a it big in. bird. <laughs> like yeah, a, I know a dinosaur. <laughs> I, I mean, it's crazy. The entire I think that could have been part of it, like a, a falling moon rock, an asteroid. Well, that's what I was asteroid. thinking because mm. you, you couldn't imagine like your average bird causing a dent that big that yeah. causes the entire nose of the plane to cave in. So, when you think about it, I'm no uh, astrophysicist. Astrophysics. You got to yeah, make a drop is. out of that. Astrophysics major, but how can a plane continue to fly safely after having its nose yeah. cone completely caved in? So, th- very thankfully, Thank the Thunder Traveling Party is okay, guys. That's great stuff as always. Thank you, my friend. There's Ilo, Lord of the Trendings. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Just go to geico.com and you can uh, get your free rate quotes. Here we go. Here we go. Back to our college picks uh, tonight. Texas Tech, Oklahoma. Oklahoma's 20 over Texas Tech. And that just seems too fat. The line's telling you to take Oklahoma, but how do you pass up 20 with that quarterback of yeah, Texas I thought, Tech? I, I thought Texas Tech can get, into him. Yeah, can get into it with them, and so I got to give give me give me Texas Tech with the points. I'm I think Oklahoma wins, but I, I need Texas Tech with those points. I'll take the, yeah, I'll take the points, too. Who do you got there, Iowa Sam? Well, look at what Iowa State did to Texas Tech um, last week. He was 31-13. I'll take Oklahoma with those points. Give me Oklahoma. Lay it. All right. How about you, Triple M? I'm with you guys on Texas Tech. They may not win this game, but this is going to be close. Oklahoma's weirdly been playing teams close the last couple weeks, so that 20 is a little too fat for me, so I'm going to say Texas Tech. Yeah, that's right. This seems fat. A couple Pac-12 games to end uh, the slate. Washington State, Lincoln. Two-point favorite over Arizona. So the leeches go to Arizona, the fighting leeches. Who you got? Khalil Tate and the Arizona Wildcats. Give me Wildcats. Yeah, Wildcats outright. Iowa Sam. Yeah, give me those give me those Wildcats. It's gonna oh. be a great shootout. It could be a great. I thought that, I thought that was a cougar at first. I mean, it sounded <laughs> It's any kind of large feline animal, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. All right. How about you, Triple M? <laughs> give me Wazoo. I'll lay the two. It could be Ooh, a cougar. Lay too, the yeah. two with Wazoo. All right. All right. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Southern Cal coming off a drubbing. Three and a half point favorite at Arizona State Lincoln. Still not believing totally in Arizona State, but if they win this game, it'll probably change my mind. I'm going to go with SC on this one. All right, SC, you want the bounce back train? Yep. How about you, Triple M? Give me the Trojans on the bounce back train. All right, how about you, Iowa Sam? I'm going to take Arizona State with the upset. Arizona State with the upset. I'll agree. I'll also take Arizona State. There you go. Crazy. Here's your college picks. Now let's go uh, saunter over to the big boys. Oh, yeah. We still haven't done the big game, man. We, we, we totally missed uh, Penn State, Ohio State. Oh, my God. I saved it for last, and I almost skipped it. 
I was like, wait, we missed, we missed one. Good thing I got that I've music been, on. I've been saving it and saving it because we've been talking about it all day today. No, uh, Ohio State and Penn State, the line is seven. Lincoln, where are you going? Give me Saquon Barkley and the Penn State Nittany Lions. Oh, that's exactly where I was going. Trace McSorley. I got such a feeling about this game. I'm going to go and roll Penn State. We are going to beat Ohio State. What do you think there, Iowa Sam, Big Ten Maven you are? Man, I don't. Even if they haven't beaten anybody of note, I still think Ohio State's offense is just—it's just—it's lethal. I'm going to take Ohio State here. I'm going to take them to win by at least seven. Okay. <laughs> Triple M. Penn State's good though. This is my lock of the week. As as good as Penn State has been, and Ohio State hasn't played anybody, I just have a feeling that with two weeks to prepare, Urban Meyer is going to come up with something, and Ohio State is going to cover this, lay the seven, oh, Buckeyes win. There you go. You are a Cleveland man through and through, an Ohioan. I got the speed link. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's switch to big boys, and let's start out with Triple M squad, the Cleveland Browns. Who play the Minnesota Vikings live in London, 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Yay. The Vikings, nine and a half point favorites over the Browns. Yay. Lincoln. Oh, my. Lay it. (laughs) I would agree. I would lay it. They had their chance to win last week and failed. Yeah. Let's go to the man. It's his squad. What are you thinking? Triple M. This is going to be a massacre. This is going to be a massacre because the Browns turn it over more than anybody in the league. The Vikings are a ferocious defense that gets turnovers. This will be ugly early Vikings rule. All right. I like it. What do you say there, Iowa Sam? I'm going to stick up for the Browns a little bit. I'm going to take them with the pints. Ah, when it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> I, I, I salute you for having some belief in my team, Sam, but this is this is going to be bad. It's going right, to be really let's, bad. Let's, see it. <laughs> let's now go from London to Buffalo. Off in the track. Buffalo hosting the Raiders. Lincoln Kennedy's Raiders. And the Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites, Lincoln. Oh, wow. Ooh. Ooh. Where you going? Where you going? I think the Raiders win by three. Go with the Raiders. Wow. All right. Who do you have there, Iowa Sam? The Bills are legit. I'm taking the Bills. Lay it. All right. Who do you have, Triple M. This is going to be fascinating because the Raiders have had the long break and the Bills are coming off of a bye. So this would be really interesting. I'm going with the Raiders. I love what I saw from the offense with Derek Carr in that Thursday night game. So I think they're going to keep it going. Bills and defense is pretty nice, though. Their Bills good. defense is pretty nice, but I think they give it up a little bit on the pass. So I, 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 so I think I think that the the Raiders will win this game. But it's it's a very interesting line, yeah. very fascinating. Right, I'm going to take I take Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. We'll come back. We'll go through the rest of the games before we get out of here. Where the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, Fox. Hey, do me a favor, Iowa Sam. Check on the weather for Iowa for Ohio State, Penn State. Could suppose it might be nasty. Weather could be an issue uh, throughout this weekend. 
And uh, that's let's gonna be so an issue also- for me. I got to go. What? I think it's forty-five degrees and rain in Buffalo. Gee, that's fun to stand outside in. Thirty-seven degrees currently. Ninety-six percent humidity. Ninety-three percent chance of precipitation. So this is. Uh, that's this, in Columbus or Buffalo. This is in Columbus. So, oh, it's gonna rain all day. It's going to be cold and rainy. It's going to be a mess. So this will be classic Big Ten smash mouth football. Oh, I can't wait to watch that game. His ground games are going to dictate who wins here. Uh, A lot of these Midwest games. Saquon. All right, so here we go. Let's go real quick through it. (laughs) Oakland, Buffalo. All right. What's that? We did that one. No, I know. No, I'm just looking for you no. in Buffalo. I'm thinking about you in Buffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Standing in the cold. Times. Yeah, great. Thank you. All right, uh, back to the NFL. Let's go to Cincinnati, 10.5 over Indianapolis. I'll lay it, Lincoln. Lay it. All right, boys. I was Sam. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, Mike, do you want to just take this real quick? <laughs> no, sorry. I was just looking at the, the matchup here. Uh <laughs> Yeah, the Bengals have played it's a lot better. Bengals, later. Colts. You don't need to think that hard. <laughs> Patriots, seven over the Chargers. I love the Patriots. Who do you like, Link? I like the Chargers. Really? Yeah. Won three straight. I like the Chargers. Uh, stay away from Tom Brady tomorrow in fantasy, your daily fantasy. He's going to run the ball. I got an idea. He's going to run the ball. All right, Triple M. I'm taking the the Chargers with the points. Patriots have been playing teams close, so give me the Chargers with the all points. three. You guys, I'll take LA Bolts with the points. All right, you guys are you guys are going to be wrong. The Saints <laughs> nine over the Chicago Bears, Lincoln. Uh you know what? The Saints will win. Give me Chicago with the points. Who that? Who that? I'll take the Saints and lay the points. How about uh, you, uh, Triple M? Uh, I'm going to take the Saints. I really like what I'm seeing from their defense. How about you, Iowa Sam? Yeah, Trubisky's two and zero now as a starter, but I'm going to take. Uh, <laughs> I'll take this. I'll take the Bears to the points here. <laughs> All right, uh, Atlanta Jets. Atlanta six and a half favorite. I'm going to ride with the Falcons yeah. and lay them. Yeah. What do you got there, Big Link? Uh, okay. Um. I just don't believe in Atlanta. I'm going with the Jets. I'm taking the Jets. All right, Woo-hoo-hoo. all right, Triple M. I'm taking the Falcons. Uh, they, there's got to be room to grow from that debacle on Sunday night. Oh, Who you got there? <laughs> Who you got there? I was Sam. I think the Falcons are gonna really bottom out here. I'm gonna take the Jets. Wow. All right. Yeah. Eagles and Niners. One of that game supposed to be ugly in the rain, with uh, a lot of. Uh, a lot of precipitation, high winds, which usually favors the underdog. So I'll take Niners and the 12 and a half, but the Eagles win the game, Link. I'm going to go Niners offense. just looks horrible. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Lay it. All right. Triple M. Even if the game is a mess, I just don't trust that 49ers offense. Led by Sam's hero, Sam's hero, CJ Beathard. I'm taking Carson and the Eagles to roll. <laughs> Yeah. Who you got there, yeah, Iowa Sam? I'll take the Eagles, lay it. All right. Carolina, Tampa, good one. Tampa, two-point favorite, Link. Tampa. I like Carolina plus the two. 
the uh, the petulant child plays well, actually. <laughs> who, who you got there, Triple M? I got the Bucks. They're at home, even though it's not much of an advantage. Cam, I just don't trust him right now, so give me the Bucks. How about you, Iowa Sam? I'll take the Carolina Prancers. All right. <laughs> Seattle and Houston. We talked about what happened when Houston, when the uh, owner comes out and uses a, a cliche, really, the inmates running the prison, and it almost had the entire team running from the facility. So there's in some internal struggles. They go to Seattle and must play the Seahawks. Seahawks trying to get well. The Seahawks are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Lincoln? I got to go with Houston on this one. Give me Houston. All right. I, I as well, I'm going to go Houston. I just think a little too many points. I think Seattle wins by field goal. Yeah. How about you, Iowa Sam? Uh, I like that. Yeah, I'll take the Texans with the points. All right, you, Triple M? The line movement on this has been fascinating because they just basically up the line. I have it at six and a half, and I think that Houston's going to be a little disconnected, so I'm going to take the Seahawks at home. All right. Dallas and Washington, NFC East battle. Cowboys favored by two on the road, Lincoln. Uh, even though the Cowboys have owned the Redskins over the last couple of years, I like Washington in this game. So I'm going to go with the Redskins. All right. I love Dallas in this game. Okay. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. How about you, Triple M? I love Dallas in this game, too. Uh, they looked really good against San Francisco. I know that's not saying much, but uh, give me the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. I was Sam. I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. All right, here we go. Sunday night are very interesting. Detroit and Pittsburgh. Steelers, Sunday night, three-point favorites over the Lions. Wow. That's a great game. Who you got, Link? Uh, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, I want to take the Lions. So do I. <laughs> but I can't. And I'll, so therefore, I. I'm going to take the Steelers. Yep. How do you feel about this game there, Iowa Sam? Yeah, I think the Steelers are are pretty quality. They kind of got over some speed bumps. So I'm going to take those. uh, I'm going to take the Steelers there. All right, Em? I'm taking the Steelers as well. I want to take the Lions, but I don't know about Golden Tate. So, Steelers. All right. And finally, the Monday night game. Really interesting. Brown, Broncos and Chiefs, AFC West game. The uh, Chiefs, seven point favorites over the Broncos. Lincoln, you you know both these teams well. Take the under, and I think I'm going to take the Broncos with the points. All right, you take the Broncos with the points. I like the Broncos with the points. Guys, real quick, M? Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs, here it is. Everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great day. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.